The Compassionate Care Collective is proud to present 710 Sessions, brought to you by the Dabahashery.co.nz. Welcome to 710 Sessions. I'm your host, Days on Days. We have something special for you. I sat down with 45th Parallel South Farms, a dynamic bunch of Kiwi-born lads determined to claim their fair share of the New Zealand cannabis market. We talk about NZ Harvest Festival, the amendment to the Drugs Act in 2019, and growing cannabis in different hemispheres. It's one big quantum entanglement. Enjoy the sesh. Awesome. All right, welcome to the session. We have three guests with us today, so I'm honoured to have uh, 420 Legalize, Kiwi Russ, Yaga. and uh, Grosif Green with us, which is awesome. So welcome to the session, guys. Um, it's a shame, we've only got two mics, so we are going to be throwing it round, and we're keeping this one pretty damn raw. Um, but as always, we start with what's in a name, we want to know a bit about you. Um, so we'll start with you, 420 Illegalize. Uh, what's in a name? Why have you called yourself 420 Illegalize? So um, I jumped back on the gram probably 2014, 2015, after um, a flatmate came home and told me there's a platform where people just share photos of them smoking weed. Um, 420 represent weed. I've always thought it should be legalized. Put the two together. That's that. Cool. So you're 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 making a statement with your name, yeah. Um, awesome. And Kiwi Ross. Ah, uh-huh, Kiwi Ross. So it's it's kind of crazy because you know, I'm from New Zealand, but I live in the states. Uh, I have dreadlocks, but I'm not from Jamaica. But I have a a very big, profound love for the Rastafarian culture. And so, what better way to mix it up? But you know, and I have a big beak as a nose. My nose is pretty long. You know what I'm saying? They say Kiwis have big noses, right? <laughs> so I, I've got this long nose. So it was just it was just the way to be Kiwi, half that half that roster and put Kiwi Ross. You know what I'm saying? And there I am. Very cool. Very cool. And Grosif. Well, uh, first name's Joseph. Cool. And, um, love growing. Put the two together. You've got Grosif. Cool. Uh, thought I'd hide my last name, so chose the classical green for my last name, and there we have it. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. And now you kind of alerted to something before that you guys, uh, you were like, should we tell them the other name or? You yeah, man, 45th Parallel South Farms, I'm assuming. Yeah, man. There we yeah. go. Okay, so 45th Parallel Farms. Yeah, man, South Farms. South Farms. Yeah. Okay, why 45th okay, Parallel? Um, so we'll start off with Kiwi Raz. Um, he, he comes from 45th Parallel Farms in Oregon which is on the 45th northern parallel of the equator. Um, so when me and Kiwi met, it uh, became apparent really suddenly that uh, I'm on the 45th parallel on the southern end of the equator. Uh, we have a special alignment here we could do, something really, really special. And so, you know, it, within 10 minutes of meeting each other, we decided we we're going to go in business together Okay. And um, it's just one of those magical kind of the universe aligns for us, eh? Like, okay. that was a really special thing. So we've stuck with the name 45th Parallel South Farms. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like terming both parallels together as like, you know, it's just a, 
farms that are going to work together, probably do some research and development together on how cool. like cultivars will perform on both parallels, both 45th yeah. parallels. So, hang on, you're talking, yeah. um, is it lines of longitude, longitude, the ones across, yes. across the yeah, globe, across, right? Yeah. And Oregon is sitting on 45, because the equator is 90. No, the equator is zero, isn't it? Yeah, so we're... we're so we're Oregon's exact. up at 45 and... It's like folding a piece of paper. Christchurch, is it? Ha- Hamden. 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 So yeah. you, you fold that piece Hamden? of paper. You fold that piece of paper in half, right? And you're going to lay yeah. on top of each other. Yeah, so that would, that by all means... There's something special in that. By all means, that you should be able to do the same thing both places. You know, and I'm a little bit of a nutcase. I, I got this quantum entanglement thing going. So, so what, what it is that I'm going to do, my brother, one day is uh, I'm going to plant a plant here at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to leave, effectively going back in time, and I will do the same thing the next day. So, Joseph, In Oregon. In Oregon. So Joseph and I, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna become quantum entanglement cultivators because we'll be able to do the same thing on the same parallel on both different parts of the earth. With a, with a, um, a clone, a cut. A, yeah, a seed, clone, It's going to have to be seed or something. Yeah, eh? or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of seeds, so, you know, Southern yeah. Lights was, was bred for you. I had Southern yes. Lights bred for you, basically for you and every other person in New Zealand because that's what I wanted to do was get into cannabis to come home and give back to the country that I, didn't, didn't, I wasn't raised in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, okay. Because I, I, I went to the States very young. And so there's a whole bunch of different cultural alliances that I never got, but I, I've uh, I've never really fit in anywhere. But when I come home, mm-hmm. uh, all my anxiety leaves. I can breathe again. Uh, the green is greener. The sun is sunnier. You know, the weed is weedier. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, and it's 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 a it's a real thing because this is this is what calls to me when I'm not here. Okay. Oteroa brings me back every time, and so if I can come here. And not let any egotistical anything come into it, not and let anything come to play except for making medicine for the people mm-hmm. and giving the people a fair product at a fair price that is done with love, respect, and grace that I can pass on to the people because I believe that if we do this with this, that's what I want to give people. I don't care about anything else but making sure the people feel like I feel when I cultivate and, and what I cultivate. And how we cultivate. Everybody's different, you know what I mean? Mm. And everybody has something good to give if they want to give something good. But if it's all about the money, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's where that's where it doesn't get me money. Money doesn't rule me. Uh, uh. Smiles. Smiles and vibrations rule me. That's why they call me a mood enhancement specialist. Five, five minutes with me and you're going to smile. And that's all I want. I don't sure. want anything from anybody. But I want to damn sure make, I can, make sure I can give the best part of me to everybody. We, we've, we've been at this for since 2014, I think it's the first time we spoke, isn't it? And then Joe had me down for Harvest Fest. And, and what, what, what better place to create history? Yo, we were all a part of that. Mm. We threw a cannabis, cannabis party in an illegal, in a country that is illegal. Mm. You know, and you know there was a lot of there was a lot of flack, and there was a lot of trouble, there was a lot of learning, there was a lot of everything. You, you know what I mean? But uh, uh, we did it. We made history, and that was for the people. That's all that was. That wasn't nobody got rich off nothing. We didn't want any money. All we want to do is smoke meds with everybody and bring everybody together as a community. You know, because stateside, that's not what's there anymore. You know, everybody's big business now, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody that's big business. Do your thing, but there's still a culture here. And the undertone of the culture is, hey, we're, we're all supposed to do this together. 
not not I don't do this and I don't do this, so I'm not good as you or you're not good as me. But uh, nah, how about we extend that hand to each other and say, hey, this is what I do to make this this way, and I'm not dissing you. I'm just trying to give you something so that way you're better next time, and then you don't have then you pass that on to the next person. Because mm. mm. if we don't learn something, mm. how do we grow? Very valid points. Word. Absolutely. All right, that's Absolutely. not about me. I've taken over the microphone. Nah, nah, you're giving good. it back to Gross. You're all good. Yeah. You're all good. Gross, uh, Harvest Fest. That was, yeah, that's what a lot of people know you for. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a real dive in the deep end. <laughs> it uh, really was. I mean, hindsight tells me a lot of really cool things. Um, <laughs> I, I say to people, uh, it was 50-50 as success and a disaster. Okay, <laughs> yeah. definitely yep. was, man. Like... Uh, yep. I say success because it's defined uh, what I've done afterwards and uh, showed some validity towards my seriousness towards this industry. It's it's gotten me, uh, you know, it's a lot of ears turn that usually wouldn't um, from the general public and they hear my story, they look at it and um, with that it's put me in a really special place, eh? So... Yeah, um, it was really hard at the time with Harvest Festival and uh, what did go down. Um, I uh, point the finger more at the bureaucracy, the police, the council than uh, anything else. Uh, it was because of them that a lot of this, uh, a lot of that went bad. And um, but hang on, yeah. were you trying to throw a party in New Zealand where you could get away with smoking cannabis when it's Illegal <laughs> in New Zealand. It's illegal, but uh, I mean, if you'd be, if you were watching the cannabis scene, medical cannabis was coming, and um, so the the whole industry it was it was news if you watched it that here comes the medical cannabis industry. It's being legalized, um, and they're drafting up a bill now for it. And so, I, I mean, the hindsight thing I, I, re- I reference, <laughs> that tells me I was a, maybe a year too early, definitely. Definitely early. <laughs> definitely early. Yeah, yeah, Russ is getting into so, it. What's up? So the coolest thing about that whole situation, right, is like I wanted to be down at every site where Joe was at, I wanted to be at. I was like, fuck that, I'm going to smoke. We're going to do this, we're going to smoke with everybody. And he's like, mm. no, you're going to go into town and you're going to stay at the hotel because if they come throw everybody in jail, I'm not going to have you in jail as well, because then it's an international thing, and it's like, oh, I'm like, well, that's not fair. You're taking, you're taking my protest away, yeah, Joe. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, if you don't announce the show, then you were never here. And I was like, okay, all right. So, yeah, so they kept me up the road, and, and, and we did. We avoided it. Damn. The, the, the problem, though, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the problem I saw, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was we're going to be just blunt and real. Absolutely. That fucking lady from Britain, that it's not even a fucking Kiwi, Oh. Not even a Kiwi okay. was having a fucking problem. Said, oh, you fucking people on my land. And everybody's like, well, excuse us. This is New Zealand love. Right. And she said, well, I don't want you down my drive. Remember? And that's why we had to get, we got booted out of this, this spot that would have been only down the road. And she said to hell with right. this because she said that this is mine. Because it was meant to be in Dunedin and then it got moved to Gore. Yeah, dude. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, good. What? It's Three, a decent four hour journey yeah. away. Yeah. Fuck man, all right, I that's mean, a decent disaster, yep. eh? Okay. Um, but okay. yeah, so I had sat at the police station with the Dunedin police, um, and it was becoming very, very apparent that regardless of whether they wanted me to or not, I was going to host this festival in Otago, 
Um, and I sat there to come to the agreement with the police. Where do you want me to host this? Where is going to be suitable? Um, next month, we're going to be doing J-Day. Do you want that in the octagon? In the centre of town? Or, you know, my whole vision is a... Uh, safe environment away from town, R18, you know, what this whole thing should be. Okay, um, so you're done with the argument about, oh, it's not, you're just like, fuck it, it's just like alcohol, whatever, we're just trying to work out, you're done with that, the old argument by the well, sounds of it. Well, kind of, yeah, and I was also sort you're of just saying to uh, the cops pitching doing that, this. Uh, this is a protest, the classical thing on how J-Day will operate, you know, yeah, yeah. we're allowed to legally protest, Yeah. so okay. this event is essentially a, pro a protest. Um, it could have been argued that money was made from ticket sales and stuff, which might yeah. steer that away from the protest idea. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, but yeah. also we were pitching a safer option than the protest down the centre of the street of Dunedin, uh, which was take this away to an environment, let's put R18 on this, and let's pitch uh, like safe use of cannabis, um, mm. and uh, let's welcome the whole industry to come and share what they're going to do. Uh, let's also welcome the home cottage industry as well. Okay. Because they all want to be a part of this, Absolutely. and they deserve to be a part of this. So let's provide that platform. Here's New Zealand Cannabis, and it's raw. Here's the New Zealand Cannabis Cup. Here's the best of New Zealand, if we can, you know, um, find it. And <laughs> yeah, okay. just yeah, okay. I, I thought it was a really novel idea that they should uh, embrace. Absolutely. Rather than. Go with the old J-Day idea, which uh, was becoming a bit worn out. Like, we're all okay, talking yeah. about J-Days, which yep. is upcoming, but, like, mm. yeah, it's, it had started to become, you know, like... Yeah. You know when the real kick in the teeth is going to come? What? In eight years, ten years' time, when it's just standard as shit. Mm. What you were trying to accomplish on that day mm. just becomes... See, Ross is going to jump in because you're going to talk about what your experience... Yeah. So so right there, you just hit it on the head. Yeah. Yo, it sucks to be the dude that does it first. Yeah. Because we never do it right. Yeah, 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 legit, legit. And I'm not trying to take credit for anything anybody else out there does, but what I'm saying is uh, I like to be ahead of the power curve. I like to do things that are different. I'm always taking a chance. Yeah. I'm not always winning. No. Because that's not what life is, you know? <laughs> no. I, I rolled the dice. Yeah, that's it. Sure. I've said that. I've been. I'm quoted for saying that. You know, mm, mm. roll the dice. Okay. Yeah, but you cannot. You cannot expect to win. Mm. You can't. Ex you should see. That's a. That's a. Learn. That's a double <laughs> entendre. Backwards question. A killer question. Because yeah. I expect to win, but then when I don't win, there was a lesson I needed to learn. So. Yeah. But it's it's crazy because you want, yeah because you you expect to win because if you Always don't believe in yourself win, you know what I mean like yeah gotta be humble circles. enough to yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah see this sure. is that kiwi weed guys yeah. I got off the plane yesterday I've been smoking it forever <laughs> nice. every all day for about yeah. twenty four hours now and I'm telling you what sure. it is it this is this has been the best trip here nice with with the flowers and this all the bros all nice. the bros that, nice and that that that's Cool. That's where my heart is because I'd much rather I'd much. That's what I'm about is smoking all the bros weed and being like, nice. "Yo, this, 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 this is what I think." And they're like, "Well, this is what I do and this is that." And I was like, "Oh, I can feel that. I can see that. I can taste that." It's got that so it's, it's always being able to cross but everything I've had here in this date. Yeah, I've only been here a day. Jeez, but you can feel the love that oh, goes oh, into bro, it. Oh, uh, I, I sat down and smoked yeah. smoked the bong. Mm -hmm. 
sweats. And I was breathing <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah, nice. and next thing you know, I was breathing right. And I was like, yo, yeah. that was my initiation in it. Initiation yeah, nice. back into Otero, bro, because that, that my heart, everything just calmed down. Boom. Sure. And then we went to the park mm-hmm. after having a session. Uh, we met a Tui, and the Tui talked to me from the tree, started chirping. Yeah. I chirped back, and then he flew up to the tree, and he watched us walk up the path. Nice. Didn't run away or anything like that. It, yeah, so it's just been, bro, it's just getting Thank reacquainted. You, you know what I mean? Cool. Just, I'm home. I'm home. Yes, and you say that you you're home. So you were born in New Zealand. Yes, born in Christchurch. Christchurch, cool. But you, can we get a bit of a background? When did you move to yeah. to Oregon? And so then we'll get into funny. the so story. Yeah, I left I left Christchurch, well, real young. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know the time right now because you caught me off guard with that. But it was, it was so I was real young, and I like went to four, four years four, old, yeah, like two four, years five, old, four or five. Yeah, I think. okay, cool, cool. And then yep. I went up. We, I actually entered the country in Portland, Oregon. Okay. So it was kind of it was kind of crazy from the start. See, I didn't know that until a couple of years later. You know, I had asked my mother. So Oregon being again, we get back to the forty fifth parallels. So that's where I went when I left New Zealand. I went there, and then we went down to California, some other places where my pops was stationed. Okay. So it it was he, he was stationed. My dad was in the military in the United States military. Yep. Okay. And then he was stationed in Christchurch. So he met mum. So mum's from Auckland. So uh-huh. there you go. So I was born here when he was stationed here. And, and we so went. dad's American? Yes. Okay. So, so that so he's from up there. And then yep. so I, that's how I got my citizenship because I was born here, dual citizen because mom's uh-huh. from here. So, okay. yes. So that was four back there. I yeah. got lost track. Where was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And then I lived there till 11. And then from, okay. I came back here to 12 and 13 and then went back to the States again. And it was oh. 32 years before I came home. Joe, Joe, Joe brought me home 32 years later for wow. Harvest Fest. So that was a reunited thing. And, and, okay. and, the, and the homie, and the, <laughs> yep. and, and the homie legalized. He, he, he gave me my first, my first green stone. Nice. Which was dope. You know what I'm Very saying? Very cool. Very and, cool. Uh, it's, it, I've, come back, I've come back a second time for okay. uh, NZ Medcan. So you had been gone canceled. for 32 years. Yeah, and came back for Harvest Fest. Wow. Yeah, so that's how, okay. you know, and, and and I knew, like I told you earlier, that's, I knew that that's what I, I wanted to be, somehow be a part of the specialness of New Zealand cannabis because this has been around forever. See, I, I got, I, I was, before I got put on Instagram jail, I had a pretty nice, pretty nice account, you know what I mean? So I, I, I worked on it for a long time. So I, I'd always look at New Zealand. I'd find whatever I could in New Zealand. And that's what I was like, man. I'm gonna get down. I want to meet these guys. I want to come out, hang out with these guys. I want to, I want to, I want to cultivate with these guys. I want to work with these guys because they're at home, and, yeah. and you know what I mean. So that's 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 been my dream. So everybody says to me, well, look, you're in the states and you're doing these 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 things, and yeah. you got these farms, 40 foot parallel. Shout out, shout out to homies up there, 40 foot parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know if you know what I mean. But uh, you know we got three farms, and, and we got <laughs> greenhouses, we got open lot, we got light deprivation, and I I have imposter syndrome, dog. I can openly say that I have imposter syndrome, and okay. I do the fucking mahi, bro. Yeah, I do the mahi. Okay, and I do it for the people, and sometimes I don't even feel like I'm supposed to be there, bro, because it's like it's like I do this for the right reasons. I do this to put this vibration into these plants, mm-hmm. into what I'm giving you, because I want you to have a part of me, because I don't have much to give. I can't give everybody in the world a dollar, right? But okay. I can give everybody in the world a vibration and create a wave. And, and that's, that's what I wanted to come and do in New Zealand. I could give two fucks about any dollar bill, okay. but you need money to build things. You know what I'm saying? But money's not my jam. 
I'm here for the vibration, bro. I'm here for the mana. I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here to just learn everything that yeah. I didn't have the opportunity to because I was somewhere else. Okay. And there's no there's no blame there. There's nothing that goes with that that blames anybody or anyone. It was yeah. just a situation that I was put somewhere different because I had to learn something somewhere to bring mm. back here. And if I can come down here with all of the travesties and craziness I've seen throughout the market economy in Oregon. Mm. Mm. With the ups and downs. Absolutely. And if I can come down here and speak on that openly mm. and firmly that, hey, mm. we need to do this together. Yeah, We may not be all the same people growing the same places, doing the same things. But, hey, we need to be together as a community, as some sort of cooperation. Mm. You know what I mean? To set a price, to set a standard, and yeah. to give the people the cleanest product possible. New Zealand has a chance to do that. Oh, absolutely we do. Yeah. Especially if they want everything solventless, solventless medicine. Uh, Joe That's told me that. Lately. Joe told me that, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said earlier, we created Southern Lights, and, and Southern Lights is a great, perfect step. One to one CBD ratio. This year, I got it at 12, 12.87 on mm -hmm. the farm up north. We got mm -hmm. it. Uh, we got it twelve point eight seven THC mm -hmm. and thirteen point oh eight CBD. It's a step mm -hmm. in, in smoking that. It's a it's a Sounds good. Like it's a really cross. good ratio. It's Northern Lights number five crossed yeah. with Skunk Three CBD because cool. the CBD is still in that old school skunk hut. So yeah. it, and it, and, it, and he and he did it. Shout out to Druid Seeds. And cool. Big Jim, you know what I mean? They, I asked them to put that together. They put it together, and now we've cool. cultivated up there. So just going back, sorry, uh, three farms. Yes. Did you help start 45th Parallel, or did you jump in on somebody else's thing? And So 45th Parallel uh, yep. is, is my brother Molo. He's, he's, okay. he's up north, and his two little brothers, Shay and okay. Buddha, they were 45th Parallel Farms, the medical farm. And then okay. when, it went, when it went from medical mm -hmm. to recreational, they put me on board, you know what I mean? And, okay. And, and so I'm there. So I represent, but it's it's all a story. So when they, did Oregon go recreational? Uh, 2016. 2016. And, and we brought the farm from medical, 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 medical day to recreation day. So we've been growing Northern Rec. So Northern Rec is our signature strain. Cool. And uh, that, that strain has been, was medical and then it went rec. And so we've, we transitioned it. Yes. So did your boys kind of get into this scene? Um, and get medical licenses knowing full well they wanted to go wreck. Um, no, nobody no. wanted to go wreck, you know what I mean? Because I, well, uh -huh. okay, let me rephrase that. Okay, recreational is something everybody wants to do if there's going to be enough money for everybody to make it. When medic, when recreational mm -hmm. became a thing, we all wanted to go, everybody wanted to go wreck, but we wanted. We want it to be our way, you know what I'm saying? Legacy growers always want it their way. Yes, But there's, rules, there's rules applied to it. So yeah. did we want to go rec? Well, no, nobody wants to go recreational. Not when you're a medical grower and you make better money medically than you do recreationally. You know what I mean? So, okay. yes, we did. And what we are, we're not a hype farm. What we are is we're still the same down-home guys that, that do this every day for the people. I, I love being on a specific shelf. I love being on that. I love being my. I love my cannabis to be on the bottom shelf. Okay, you don't want to be a Jungle Boys I, or whatever. I love those kind guys. Of, yeah, I, I, great. Jungle but, Boys. Yeah, my, yeah. my brother Jake, fifty one fifty Farms. He's yeah. the, he runs the bottom farm. Okay. Uh, the Jungle Boys gave him a cut of wedding cake, and nice. We gave we 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 we, we renamed it yeah. Jungle Cake. To pay homage, yo, they're, they're giants. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and we all, but nah, I don't want to be a giant. You don't want to play on that field. I don't want to be a giant. Yeah, yeah, nah, cool. I just want to be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I want. I just want to give back. That, okay. And and 
that's the platform I want. I want to be known for the dude. Yo, I can go anywhere with anybody. I fit in, yeah, but that's not who I am. Okay. And if I'm not going to be there every day, then don't don't lump me in in the everyday group. Okay. I want to be the dude that stands out for the fact that I'm not there every day because I'm actually working the gear. Yeah, yeah, you know for I mean? sure. <laughs> and, okay. we're, and, we're, and we're doing what we do. Yeah. Because that's all I want is, like I said, good medicine for the people. Yeah. Okay. So – uh, you've touched on something there, um, good medicine for the people. But I want to go around the table and I want to say, because um, I, I mean, I've got back pain and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I would consider myself a recreational user. And that's kind of what I want. I want a dispensary where I can, you can go and buy a bottle of whiskey or you can go and buy some good dabs, right? That's what I kind of want personally. Um, and you've got some interesting points to talk about the legalization, decriminalization part of it. But I just want to go around, legalize. Are you smoking medically, recreationally? What would you consider yourself? Uh, regardless whether you smoke it recreationally or medically, any kind of usage is medical use. Because you are, you're gaining the benefits from the plant. So you might smoke it just to get high, but you're still receiving medical benefits from it. You know, that's, yeah. Okay. We have an endocannabinoid system. And if our endocannabinoid system is deficient, right, how are you going to be happy? You're not. So you got to smoke a little tree, and then you fill up your little receptors to make you happy. And if it enhances your mood and it changes your mood and it gives you a good perspective, that's a positive thing. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a positive thing. That So I call it medicine. I, I smoke medically, but I got bad back. Yeah, yeah, bad feet, bad all that, headaches, yep. all this stuff. But this, it evens me out yep. to where I can slow down and manage. Cool. So medicine for Kiwi, medicine Absolutely. for Kiwi. Yeah, cool. Catcher Fire Boys are much the same. They will always refer to it as their medicine. This shit is their off-grid did it as well. You're referring it to as your medicine? Well, I mean, like, I've been smoking it for so long. To me, it is medicine. Like, it keeps me good. I don't get huge amounts of pain and stuff like that. I mean, I've got pretty bad knees as it is. They, like, click all the time. Nothing dramatic, but I manage. Just a bunch of old guys sitting around being like, yeah, I got bad knees and bad backs. All good, Grosser? Well, uh, mine's a 50-50, eh? Um, So, like, there's a part of me that really enjoys smoking cannabis. Absolutely. uh, The sampling of strains, uh, tasting it. And all that. Um, but then there's the part of me, uh, you could call it, uh, may depend on the medical use of cannabis uh, for my sanity, uh, mental health. Um, I hear that. Yeah, this and that. But uh, so that's where I call it a 50 50. It's so beneficial to my health, man. Um, and I would hate to think I'd have to go without it um, and have to, you know, refer to uh, the classical pharmaceuticals to mm. f- fix my mental health problems. That's what I was saying. When you say health, you're talking mental health. You're talking everything. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. Overall well-being. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I find cannabis can um, help me, uh, help help numb the bad parts that are going on and, and, and just f- Maybe focus on on the good things a bit easier. Ooh, hang um, on, numb is that you you're coming home and you're drinking a bottle of whiskey to numb your pain? Well, 
I you mean, know? you could say that, much how like anyone okay. would coming home from an eight-hour day at work. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, cool. And how that might affect me, uh, you know, my terminology of numb, uh, I, I'm, I could change that possibly, but uh, yeah. it definitely, um, you know, it just it helps me get by. Um, mental health ain't easy, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone could nod along to that one. Nah, so, like, um, uh, uh, yeah, I enjoy cannabis so much. Um, so there's recreational and I depend on it for my medical use as well. Um, and so, yeah, I'm working on a, a plan with my doctor on how I use cannabis and what I use cannabis and, and you know, for to battle my mental health things. Um, okay. The likes I've got Helios stuff here. I'm trying it out, man. I'm going down the legal road. Okay. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, I mean, cool. I'll smoke the flower too and all that. Absolutely. Um, that's the recreational side of me. Okay. Um, but, you know, I don't... I'm trying to start a company here that is going for a licence. Um, I can't afford to be caught with... Uh, amounts of cannabis in my house. Okay. Um, I can't afford. I don't have that discretion just to, and that freedom just to, um, you know, smoke it how I'd like to. Okay. And yeah. Okay. So I I completely understand what you were saying, right? Yep. You're like, I'm going for a license. I can't afford to get my my ass busted. But you've also just said to me, I'm gonna smoke some flour. Because it works. Because it has worked for the last <laughs> fucking God knows how many years, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So they're coming out with these, um, with this medical flower and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, this prescribed medical flower. Yeah. And you're going to go off and you're going to pay whatever the hell you're paying, 350 for 10 grams worth of it, right? Yeah. You can vaporize it though. Oh, no, that, that, this is the T one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, if I may, with uh, doctor's oversight, uh, mm -hmm. if your doctor is okay with you vaporising it. Absolutely. It? Yep. What I'm saying, though, is you're off to go and get a piece of paper so you can pay more for cannabis legally. <laughs> it Whereas might sound uh, laughable, it, right? It, it does. And I just laughed at myself. But no, because I, mean, I can, like, like we can provide you. I can go to the black market and potentially get the same kind of product, right? Nineteen percent, twenty percent. Yeah, man. Um, can I get you the same product? On yeah, for sure. Nah. I can. Yeah, cool. Okay, for sure. Um, I want to. There's, there's a big push behind me. Um, I want to see what it looks like for a start off. What totally. this medical flower looks like if you were to buy it. Yeah, I want to see if it's worth that price. I know, of course. Um, call it market research, maybe. Damn straight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it could just be a one-off payment for three fifty. I mean, you get the container and you refill it. Can they prove what's inside there is what was prescribed? Because I mean, so, it, it, like, that is a good, that is a valid point, right? Excuse me. But he's made a valid point in a sense. Like, if you're worried about covering your ass, this can you go and get the bottle me that having flour when I do get it? Um, but there's bigger drive behind that. Okay, and cool. Like, I want to say, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit it, man. Like, I want to have valid flour around the house. Legal, legal. Sorry, not valid. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're saying I want to have something legal in the house. In case something goes down, 
that I can say, yo, I'm actually legit as fuck. Last, no, two just, years ago, You just right? can't provide two enough years of ago, it at the right I price. I three raids in one year. So, fuck it, man. I do want to say, I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> do they turn up with guns to your house? Yep. Yeah, and they come in without showing a warrant. That gives me PTSD straight off the bat, man. My wife didn't yeah. have time to get changed before males were entering the house without showing me a fucking warrant. That's, that's filthy. So I've been through the ringer here, yep. and I want to be able to tell them to fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to have legal weed around the house. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to pay 350 odd bucks for 10 grams to drink, though. And, and look, even though... Both these bros have been through all this craziness here, mm. right? Mm. Look at look at Joe. Mm. Joe still wants to do for the people, even though what's been done to him this is, that. is not right. No, it's not. I agree. So if it's I not. may, there is a big push also, not just to validate that for myself, but doctors out there have no idea how to prescribe it, what is in the process and everything. So me initiating this uh, prescription from my doctor is also opening up the door for my doctor to do that to someone else because he's done this process now. You're Who helping him help to other do p- this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That is a fantastic... Thank you for that spin. Thank you for that spin. I did want to sort I, of... I really appreciate focus that. focus on that, but, like, there is that point in me that wants to okay. you know, do it on my own I, d- well. I personally didn't want to, because I looked at what happened in the States, and all these people went and got their green cards, and, oh, I've got depression. Oh, there you go, signed off, bang, cool, cool, cool. Fuck off! If that's the case, let me open my dispensary and let me have my fucking recreational whatever the fuck it is, you oh, know? Yeah. I got it twice. Okay. First time. Did you, did you get the Dr. Cush's? Uh, green Doctors. Green Doctors. Right. First was, time. Was, first was time was Green Beach. Doctors. Yeah. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Shout so you're walking Venice down Beach. Venice Beach, right? But was it and bullshit? Yeah. There's, there's signs, right? 20 bucks. Green card, $20. You go in there. They okay. take your ID so, off you, and then they send you into the back room to see the doctor. I sat down with the doctor, and he's like, what? What do you need your card for? I was like... Lower back pain and insomnia. He goes, let me check your pulse. I'm like, okay. So I put my arm out. He puts his two fingers on my wrist for like two, maybe three seconds. He goes, okay. So let's just cut to the business. Here's your piece of paper. This is what's going to keep you safe. You show it to the police. You show it when you go to the dispensary with your ID. You can buy weed. And then you go back to the waiting room and then they take you down to the other building where they then charge you like $130. Yes, sir. Yes, of course. Of Plus course. the 20 for the doctor consultation, yeah. so 130 for three months, and then it's like, you know, 150, 200 bucks for six months, where it's meant to be a 12-month license. And then they give you a list of dispensaries <laughs> to go and visit, and on their cards it's like, first-time visits, free joints. And, 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 that, and the, the, cool thing, the cool thing about that, okay, I had my medical card mm-hmm. in Oregon, legit for back issues. Legit, cool. legitimate, so that's why I use it, and for for my PTSD. Yes. So it centers me. So mm-hmm. when I go to other states, right, mm-hmm. I I I bring my own weed because I, I don't like smoking everybody else's weed all mm-hmm. the time. I I, I want to know what's in it. I want to know how it's grown. So I always travel all these places: Nevada, Arizona. So I wanted a medical card in each place, so you could take your stuff and with so you. See, and that's that's legit. I feel and that. It's not, you know, people used to be like, "Oh, that's just you trying to." That's you just trying to show off. No, that's me wanting to take what I my, my right is you. my medicine. Yeah, my right, my right. Yes, 
in, yes. in my medicine yeah. where I go, especially if it's a legal medical state or a le- legal country, a legal market. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, therefore, like with Mr. Joe, mm-hmm. the, yes, you need that. That's why I do it. So then when I'm somewhere, I'm not, where I'm somewhere that I'm not from, mm-hmm. I have a reason to have cannabis have so I don't cannabis. get charged with some international clause for going somewhere and doing something stupid yeah. when this is what my profession is. Yeah. And this is what I want to give back to the people. Yeah. Okay. Exactly, man. For sure. And as Joe said, because um, it's this weird one. In my head, correct me where I'm wrong, is that in order to get to the door to recreational is through medical. Oh, dude. If I'm to say it bluntly, medical is Trojan horse recreational. It's like we were all tied up on this vote last year or, you know, the recreational vote. Yes. Do you know the (laughs) we were imposing 10% THC limits on the flower? Do you know medical does not have any of those limits on the flower? And it is legal. And Mm. we were all tied up wondering, are we going to vote rec and all that? Mm -hmm. Bro, it's Trojan (laughs) horse here and medical. Like it just needs embraced. Yeah, okay. I remember seeing a post by um, Pop Brothers at Law, and the guy's standing, and he's smoking a joint, and he's like, yeah, I'm medicating at home. And he's like, you know, if I was back in Colorado, I could just say I'm smoking a joint and getting high, but I'm back home in California, so I'm medicating. (laughs) So, you know. So, loophole terminology, you know what I mean? Loophole terminology, so... What, that's what those those guys, Potlawn Brothers. Shout out to them, yo. I know them. Yeah. I know them yeah, dudes. Yeah. I know them dudes. Big shout out to Mark mm. uh, and his brother, man. Uh, I love those cats because they teach people. Listen, if you're not doing anything wrong, you're not a criminal. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Understand what you have to say to these people, and don't get caught with the joint in your mouth. You know what I mean? Because no, you're not supposed to be drinking and drinking and gliding. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah, be yeah. doing that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But. If you do it, do it responsibly. But we all say that, right? We all say that I'm gonna do it right. Yeah. I do it right. Yeah. And you know, I outgrew that shit, man. It's like I used to be like, yo, fuck it, I'll roll up a fucking five grand blunt and roll down the highway just to listen to music. It's like, what the fuck for? Go sit in the backyard, listen to the wind, listen to the birds, and smoke that motherfucker and don't drive nowhere. You know, and that's the one thing, that is the one thing I would say COVID gave me was it put me still. When I needed to be still, I could sit still. I learned how to um, I learned how to di- look at different areas in my backyard as different places and different experiences and different things. So when it was when it was weird, because it was a little time when I went home after that, after being because I was here when COVID hit last last time, the day that they announced the world had COVID. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> was, that, was that after Harvest Fest or something? Was that? Or no, this was the second time. It was for Medcan. You doing Medcan? Medcan, right? And so, of course, and it got all screwed up. So then I, I took off home, and it got weird. It got weird in the states for a little while, for for me at my house, especially. You know, because you didn't know what to do. You didn't know how to do it. You didn't know what was real. You didn't know what wasn't real. You know what I'm saying? And 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 getting back to getting back to what I was talking about. Just it, COVID gave me how to sit still and just look and watch and listening 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 and hearing are, are two different things and i finally i finally got that and so now now i'm trying to come at things with soft tones i'm trying to i'm trying to hear everything but cannabis is is a medicine and i i'm going back to joe this is actually to help joe with his word of numb i would say that cannabis doesn't numb anything 
cannabis drowns out the white noise for some of us and allows us to focus better. Some people would call that numb. I'd like to refocus that word, retool that world. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when the white noise is gone, sometimes that's when you start to wake up. So it's like an awakening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Block out the white noise and stuff and to actually find the focus. Uh, yeah, okay. Because for a lot of people, cannabis just slows it all down. It, for me personally, like I uh, have a cone and it's like, all right, all right, now we're good. Now we're good to go. Yeah, I think there's a lot of work and personal work and oneself to do when it comes to their journey in cannabis and discovering what uh, cultivars or strains work for them and on that kind of front. Like, uh, you know, if that's what you desire, that uplifting effect, well, are you going to get that when you smoke cannabis indica <laughs> varieties? So, yeah. So I just want to go back to the whole Trojan horse, medical, yep. wreck, blah, blah, blah. Because I myself, I did not start as a medical user in any way, shape, or form, you know? And I think it would be fair to say that the majority of these discoveries wouldn't have happened without wreck. And a lot of people say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, um, that the market is wreck helps push what medical needs to look at, kind of, you know what I mean? Well, I would say that the Trojan horse effect there would be uh, medicine <coughs> Medicine prices are different than recreational prices, and there shouldn't be a difference. Just say, Fuck, you mentioned money and cannabis see, together. And you see what they've done, and you see how it is, and you see what everybody expects. Say why it. the fuck Fucking do we have to it. go? Why, why do we have to fuck go off 34% weed being... $18 a gram because it has 38%. It, it, what? Uh, no. Terpenes yeah. push cannabinoids. Yeah. Cannabinoids work on individuals. Yeah. And when you find what works for you, that's what you do. And if you are a medicine user, mm-hmm. you are going to do what you need to do to stay you. And if you smoke something outside of yourself... What what's gonna happen if you if you if 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 you get off the plan, all of a sudden that plan doesn't work anymore. So if you and I I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I I, I love. I, I used to say I should have been from the Bay because I smoke indica all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out shout out to the Cookies Crew. You know what I mean? And 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 that that's what that is. And and that's the first time I heard that. I was like, oh my goodness, that's me. But then all of a sudden, you know, I'll get in this this really stupid place where I'm like, well, no, I really like this name of this strain. I don't look it up anymore. And that's just if I like the name, oh, I'll get some of that. And then all of it turns out to be this wonky hybrid that goes inside my head and puts me into outer space that, where I cannot focus and I cannot accomplish what I need to and I don't think right. And then I make mistakes. You see, I got off the plan. So this is my medicine. And and when I recreate, I fuck up. That's why I, I, I keep it medicine. And then it keeps me level and it keeps me going. When, when I'm on my medicine plan, right, I'm who I'm supposed to be. Are you saying when you smoke too much, you fuck up? Is that what no, you No, when I smoke the things I shouldn't smoke. 
the the cultivars, the strains, yeah, the cultivars, or whatever, the ones that don't resonate. Cultivar, I would say whatever cannabinoids and terpene profiles that don't feel don't 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 do well with me. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, and I they get your head spinning. Them, but then or I like they... the name of something because I like the name. The name intrigued <laughs> me, so I smoke it. And then you buy that, right? You buy that because you just can't go in and try these things to see what works for you, the trial and error, but then there's no data to back any of this up because they don't believe us because it's just the commercial side that wins because we have to buy these things. So you're not going to waste your money and throw away an $80 gram from what I understand is medical here for for medicine as far as in the, in the rosin a gram here. Uh, who's going to throw that away even if it, if it spins them up and they don't want to, and they can't sleep? They're, you know what they're going to do? They're going to smoke that and they're going to suffer through that gram because they paid for it. Yeah. So why not all get together and say, yo, this is what, who I am. This is what I have. This is how, why I behave this way. And this is what works for me and stops that. Because if your mate acts the same way and maybe smoking that stops him from doing that, how are how, how we of a vibration wave can we have if we just share and just talk about what works? In, in these cultivars, like Jack Herrera. That is one of the gangsterest strains of cannabis, and it had its time with me. Mm. It did. It worked for me great, and then it didn't work anymore. And now I don't smoke it because it races me up and gives me anxiety now. And, yes. and so because I smoke too much of it, I think I put myself off on it, and I really think I changed something in the way my endocannabinoid system worked. And so then I totally went indica. Indica, indica. I don't care if it's eight o'clock in the morning. I smoke indica all day. Really? That's that's what I that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The purpler, the better. You know, the purpler, yeah. the better. And then this is crazy. Shout out to the homie Jake. Uh, he he created two cultivar on on the forty fifth of the magenta, which is a grape ape male crossed with a chem dog ninety four, and it leans a little. It leans a little sativa, and. Uh, so we call that magenta madness. And when I had COVID, uh, that's what I smoked. That's I didn't have no headaches. No, it, it, they were there. Because mm-hmm. let, let's get real, cannabis doesn't take anything away. Cannabis doesn't cur- cure a fucking thing. It makes everything. What's the word here? Bearable. Bearable. That is the word. That's the word. It makes it. It makes it okay. It, it, it doesn't take the pain away, but it damn sure makes it all right to get through. And, and, and I believe that, you know, and I used to not believe that. I, used, I wanted to be the guy that said, yes, cannabis can cure everything. But you know what? If you look at what cannabis really does, it makes people able to get to the next point of whatever they're going through. Everybody's body breaks down. Okay. And, 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 and the way the world seems to be right now, everybody has something wrong with them. Because mm-hmm. there's all these government fundings for everything like that, right? And everybody's always saying this and that. And that's the problem, too, is that this gets blamed for a lot of people's troubles. But if you don't need this, don't smoke this. <laughs> again, again, when I get off my plan, I when it. I get off my plan, I fuck up. And if you know you shouldn't smoke weed, don't smoke weed. Okay. It's not just a cool point. There mm. is a culture to this. Oh, fucking nice. Joseph, how long have you been fucking an activist? How long have you been actively pushing for some kind of change oh man i can't even put a date on it um since i left school and i noticed that there was uh things like normal out there uh there was normal magazine you could get back in the day uh normal nz magazine um yes. which was the latest and greatest of yeah oh, yes, yeah, yeah it was so I cool man those those were some shed. cool days um <laughs> yeah yeah so um 
I, I mean, I could pinpoint maybe my activism starting around then being inspired by the likes of those guys who, uh, you know... Can we get an age? Were you like 15, 16, how? I mean, I first consumed it, uh, I like left school at like 16, um, but I was, I, I stepped straight into a job and uh, like had no desire or need to consume it until about the age of 17, approaching 18. So you could call myself like a late bloomer in it. Um, but like compared to others, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like just um, that's how it is. <laughs> um, and I love that you just said that for Kiwi standards. Yo, the cannabis culture in New Zealand is so huge, yo. And I want to learn every bit of it. <laughs> yeah, so 17 approaching 18 was my first try. Um, and like, to be honest, team, I didn't think much of it then. I didn't actually maybe toke hard enough or something like that. I didn't get high. Um, okay. And I left it and went overseas and um, things happened over there and I found it again and, I don't know, it was like my rock overseas in, in Sydney, Australia. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, like, I uh, just hit some cannabis over in Sydney. <laughs> uh found I really enjoyed it and um, it was maybe when I moved back to New Zealand and I was coming to the terms with uh, coming to terms with like I don't know trying to identify within myself if I was doing a bad thing consuming it um, or you know because like the law is against it and I came from a small country town and so like yeah it was kind of a taboo to be smoking cannabis man yeah um, yeah so, like, I kind of come to this self-discovery that, fuck, man, I love it. And for some reason, this levels me out. And whether my friends like it or not, I'm going to choose to consume it, probably on the daily. And um, let's just see how this rolls. And my life from there, like, I lost a lot of friends that decided to turn their backs on me just because of that. Okay. Um, because I just became open about it, and you became dangerous, didn't you? It was like coming. You were it was consuming like consuming this illegal like being, thing. It was like coming out of the closet or something, man. But like doing it on a cannabis level to this kind of closed off countryside of my life, um, and yeah, just realizing, okay, well, if these people aren't going to like that and accept that, well, it's time for me to also turn my back on that chapter in my life, and uh, let's g- carry on. Do you feel kind of? Bit pissed off, but you know, were they good friends? Were you like, yo, what's oh, dude? It sucks, it does, I it agree. sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. but and I only wish that they could have taken it better, but they did not. And uh, life is too short to give much of a fuck than that. Like, <laughs> fair call, I like it, love it, love it, cool. Yeah, so around what age are you going through this kind of fuck yeah, I'm gonna. I'm committed more to cannabis than your fucking opinion. This is like 21, man. Like cool. This is all within awesome. a short period of time. Like, pretty well it uh, found its place in my life. Um, and it was a little bit of self-discovery within myself that, like, didn't know it at the time, but this was, like, the missing link. Um, and as it turns out, as science would prove, um, we all have an endocannabinoid system, and maybe this was the missing link in all humans, man. Like... Um, didn't know that at the time though, but that's just how it happened. Like, that's really cool, right? Yeah. I can't even remember how old I was. I 
got one memory of being on holiday with my family and we were in a little town and my nana was like to me, I'm going to take you into the shop and you can pick anything that you want and I'll buy it for you. And I was like, anything? She's like, yeah, primary school age we're talking. So we go into the shop. It's a touristy town and they've got like those plastic signs. And I seen one there and it said, don't drink and drive, smoke and fly. And it had a big picture of a leaf on the back. And I was like, I want that sign. She looks at me and she's like, are you sure? I was like, yep. So she bought it for me. I remember must have been like 10 or something when the Greens got voted in. I was like, man, if I could vote, I'd vote for the Greens because they want to legalise weed. My parents are anti. I don't know where it came from. I've just always had an interest in it. Is it the freedom side of it? Is it the no no one should fucking tell you that you can't have something that's naturally... And you're seeing a leaf and you're going, nature. Yeah, pretty much. Now that I think about it, yes. Because for a lot of my life, I've been the black sheep of my family. When do you start smoking cannabis then? Um, I think I might have been like 14 or 15. Um, I was coming home from the Easter show one year and saw my mates walking across the road. So I asked my parents to drop me off and ran over. Oh, what are you guys up to? Oh, we're going to go score a tinny. We know where a tinny house is. It's like, hey, yeah, and then we're going to meet up tonight and smoke it. I was like, bro, how much? Like 20 bucks. I was like, fuck, can you grab me one too? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So give them 20 bucks and we come up with the plan that we're going to be at each other's houses watching the All Blacks that was on that night. So we all meet up and go to the local school and sit under the playground. One of the boys pulls out a can, puts some holes in the can and we sit there and we just get high. So high. We smoked probably like two and a half tinnies between like, I think there was like six of us all up. And we were like 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Now they were a bunch of good cancers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking on the tinny, I got it right here in front of me. So let me let, let me <laughs> tell you all about this. Uh, so we talked about this. I think that's said, epic. You guys got, got right to continue, I, man. I wanted, so I wanted cool. one so I could see and prove a point. Yeah. So I got this tinny and I opened it up, right? <laughs> and I look at oh. it and I go, yeah, it's a little green. But you know, I'm an OG. I grind it up, put it in a cone, and I smoke it. Nice. And my point is, it was not stress. So shout out to the hood grower nice. that did this because he put his motherfucking he put his he put his mana in this. Yeah, man. And and the mahi was done, and it got me lit. That's dope. I was excited. So dope, yo, I, and and I had my tinny yeah. experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. So it was uh, good hood weed. Yeah, good hood weed. Uh, Shout out to the tinny man. Because apparently they, you either have hood weed or good weed. But uh, Well, I like this one. This is right good there. hood weed. Right there. <laughs> Yo, and I'll give you one. So it was way back in, uh, let's go Let's go from 1972 because that's when I was born, man. All right? So then we're going to go to 19, uh, what's 72 plus 14, man? It's 86, yeah? Mm. 86 in uh Shout out to the homie BB. We're not gonna say his name because he's he, he works he works at a fancy company. Right. And uh, my man had a blue Honda Civic, man, sitting on inkies and tinted windows, and we in there listening to the hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just come out of New York. It's hot. It's it's what it is. And we're in this blue Honda Civic, man. 
and he hands me a joint. And I knew from listening to that radio with the bass, smoking that weed the first time, I knew I was going to do something with weed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that, from that moment, I walked through the back gate. My mother said I was, I was clouding. So it was like I had clouds on my feet because she said I was floating. She could tell. Mm. She didn't say nothing to the next day. And and it was always taboo, like you said before. Like, you shouldn't do this because of this, and you shouldn't do this mm-hmm. because of this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I did what I did. I do what I do. But mm-hmm. I was in the United States military for a long time, so I didn't smoke. So when I became yeah. an avid smoker, okay, okay, when I became an avid smoker, would have been when I was 36. And what happened to me then was there was I've always been a part of the culture from afar. I, I was an outsider that knew that I wanted something to do with the culture. But then when I had an when I had the chance to get my medical card, and I got my medical card, and I was able to experience all these things in my controlled environment mm-hmm. because I had to learn how to manage this PTSD and this brain injury because I don't right. suffer from a fucking thing anymore. Okay. I managed that shit, and cannabis helped me get there and so i became an avid avid cannabis medicine uh scientist to my own mind trying to figure out the concoction of what to do i've done it all brownies okay uh, gummies all these sugary things that were making me feel different because of the sugar too so we had to stop that so then we we get to a clean fudge had to stop that because you build up a tolerance to it but it all works you know, right. I've I've eaten a thousand milligram Jenny JJ bar, Jenny and Jake. Right. Uh, that's 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 my cousins up north on my wife's side. They, they make this rice crispy treat that's five hundred milligrams, and then the chocolates five hundred milligrams. Right. Like we've we've had people come back and go, "Yo, that is crazier than an acid trip." You, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? And it's it's not going to kill you. We know that you got to eat like a ton of something before you die. But you know, but not everybody's seasoned like that. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I had to learn the hard way. Right. So now I'm to the point now where everything I wanted to do in my mind, that was cool for the culture. Right. Saying, fuck the man, fuck that. This is my right. We'll come back to that. You liked that earlier when I yeah, said that. Yeah, this is like, my right. Of course. I've, so yeah, if I'm not hurting not. anybody, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm out here standing up for the little guy, yeah. and I'm out here doing everything for the little guy, yeah. and and I'm still considered the little guy, yeah. even though I'm trying to change the course of just humanity. Yeah, just get everybody in the, in the same wave, the same vibration. You don't have to get along. Yeah. You don't even have to agree about anything. But there's a common decency that we have that we get from this cannabis thing. I, I believe that it, it 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 mellows it mellows the vibration. Period. Very nice. Damn straight. Yeah. Let's. Let's talk on the subject of um, you were there, and did you help with the? Before I ask you a question, I want to talk around the subject of um, the legalization. Oh that yeah, you had Salem, Oregon, in Absolutely. Oregon. I, I've been on the steps. I've said, I've said, I would, I want to see decriminalization. Be careful what Absolutely. we ask for, because when we ask for it and they give it to us, and it doesn't turn out what we want to be, they can turn around and say, "Fuck you, you asked for it," and that's what they yeah. did. Yeah exactly what they do. Okay, because, Joe, this is what we want in New Zealand. So, yeah, first off, what do you want to happen in New Zealand? Simple freedom, man, to be able to choose. Yeah. Uh, Could you explain on that? Able to choose, because I I feel that. I want people to have their choices. Man, this shouldn't be uh, an issue of law, or anything um 
I go back to almost where I left off in, in chats um, that we're connected with this as human beings. Um, and so I want that freedom to be able to use cannabis how I see right um, and with my choice and no one else is behind it. Um, I mean, I love that New Zealand has advanced as far as having legal medical cannabis um, and that there's now options for this to start happening. Um, but I want the full thing, you know. Um, What's the full thing? Full legal, like recreational medical, however you want to label it, we have access to cannabis. We're allowed to grow it. We're allowed to go to the shop to buy it, whatever. Yeah. Um, restrictions on plants and how many you're allowed to grow and, and how and blah, 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 that stuff? Um, <laughs> there shouldn't really be any... I don't see the need for restrictions other None than... None of this four plants per person per... <laughs> No, fuck that. No restrictions, just genuine ethics. Like you uh, don't fill someone else's backyard with your plants, you just fill your own. <laughs> if you want to restrict me to four plants, I'm going to veg out four plants for like four months and then I'm going to put them outside for the outdoor season and I'll grow four monsters. Hey, shout out to the state of Oregon. We are allowed to grow four plants. We are allowed to grow four plants in our you yard. Some personal, personal, right? You're so allowed. I, I allowed, but they, they put that in legislation. Who told you? Uh, they did, the people. Who gave you the permission to grow well, this natural no, plant? I, I, I understand that. <laughs> well, I did it anyway. Well, see, that's not fair. That's that's a catch-22. What I'm kind of gun about, was he holding, No, man? no, no, but check it out. I still what kind see, of threats was he well, making, man? All right, no, everybody no, that no. knows Ross. Hold on, everybody <laughs> knows Kiwi Bird, right? Yeah. Knows that I, I've done my fair share of gorilla growing in places that I wasn't supposed to grow. So there, but what I'm saying here is that my granddaughter Coral Mm -hmm. knows how to prune Mm -hmm. a Mm non-flowering cannabis plant because it should be treated as a Mm non-flowering cannabis plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing can happen from doing that. Yeah. And uh, so growing four plants, uh, I get the interaction of my grandchildren and teaching them that this is Pop's medicine. Yeah, for and sure. this is what you do. So when one day I can no longer do it, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, my, absolutely. My my, my mokopuna can do that. Can do that. Yeah, you, you know. And yeah. so medicine again, medicine again for I, us. I totally feel that. But what I'm what I'm um, thinking is you're mm-hmm. wanting legalization. You're wanting the stores. The full you're extreme side of the scale, man. <laughs> like in, in terms of yeah, good for cannabis and and legalization. Yeah, so yep. like that extreme side. Okay. But I'm happy with any positive steps towards that as well, which this medical is, the vote back for recreational was. Um, it's positive steps in terms of um, public perception on cannabis. Are um, steps important or can we just open floodgates? Is floodgates dangerous? In my opinion, um, steps are what we've got. Uh, mm-hmm. Floodgates are all what we would have loved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is it the, the right way? Um, yeah. Only a man with experience. This is what I'm thinking. Gone. Yeah. Uh, so, Raz, tell us. Floodgates. Yep. Yeah. Floodgates tell us what you've seen, things. what you've experienced, <laughs> what you know, Whoa. and what you can say, hey, New Zealand, if you watch out for this, watch out for that. And well, effectively. Yeah. I, I said that earlier, and it's good that we get to reiterate. Yeah, we have to have a co-op. There has to be, there has to be, effectively a group of everyone that has started this mm-hmm. with an open 
space mm-hmm. to where we openly can criti- criticize, I would say, critique, not criticize, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. critique, yep. and help each other, okay. and set a price, okay. and set a price. Okay. Because if we set the price together, mm-hmm. they can tax what they want to, but everybody's getting taxed equally, and if we all are teaching each other equally, and we're all putting it on an even playing field, hey, the guy that has a rough year, mm-hmm. he's still going to be able to get the same price for his cannabis this year, but if he has to get Hey, do we need to help you? We're going to help you so that way you keep the standard, and that way the standard can't be dropped. If we all are on just the extension of the hand method, I believe. So what did you see happen in Oregon? Oh, everybody everybody, everybody was just given licenses. Everybody was given licenses. They had it just, it was just Oregon investment only, and then it was opened up to out-of-state money. And, and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with investors from out-of-state because a lot of guys got a chance to, yeah, cool. to, to, to pull their dream off. But uh, when you have all of a sudden you go from 252 cultivator farms mm-hmm. to 700, mm-hmm. it's more than competition. It's flooded. You Which know, brings down the price, brings, brings up the quality. Does. It does. Well, that kind of I don't know. Yes. Yes, because all that plays into it. When, yeah, when, when you're not demand, making, free market. When, yeah, economics. when you're not making the money you need to, you don't have the money to fix what you broke. You yeah. know, because it, so that's what the whole point is of being who you are and what you say you do and do what you say you do yeah. and everything to that effect of being that guy to be consistent. Because you know what? Excuse me. You know what? Mm. Being the best entails, right? Mm. Having to do that every time. Yeah. Hey, I would, I, I give my best, but I don't want to be criticized because I am not perfect. Okay. We so are not perfect. What is allowed in Oregon? Yes. What is allowed in the state of Oregon? Oh, well, right now there's a yeah. referendum. A referendum. That's already we're here. There's yeah. a, a moratorium. Okay. They've stopped. No more processing licenses. No more farm licenses, and no more dispensary licenses because there's so it got flooded so much that there's so much that everybody is so like before I came this before I came what I spent the last three weeks doing before I got here yeah. was circulars where I load up a tote of weed and I'll drive. 200 miles and I'll go see those dispensaries and go in there and show my stuff off because you, you have to get back out to the people. That's what you have to have a connection unless you're a big brand and I am not a big brand. I think big okay. and you would think I'm screaming for the stars, but I don't have a marketing team that has a hundred thousand dollars just to market. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm my market. Do you have to have a license yes. to supply to the dispensary? Yes, yeah. Well, I, we have a farm license, so cultivating license, grow license. Okay, I can sell direct from my farm to the dispensary. Then there's another thing that is the uh, wholesaler. The mm-hmm. wholesaler can come by from the farm and then sell to any dispensary. Mm-hmm. So that's then there's your extraction licenses that have the extractions. They just do extractions and then they sell to the wholesaler or the dispensary direct. Okay. So there's two ways to do it: either I do it mm-hmm. or the wholesaler does it. Is the product tested? Yes. And is it tested by the dispensary owner, or does it go from no, it you goes to, to the a testing? certified lab? Yes, yep. we have to have everything tested before we can put it out the door. Okay. And did all this stuff start in state? Because you couldn't bring cannabis or anything across li- state lines, right? Yeah. So how do you know the population of Oregon roughly? Well, about the same as New Zealand. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So this is see, this, yeah, this exactly. is how I, I get a lot of my thought exactly. process. So essentially, you had to work within the four million people that were in Oregon 
for for any what do we talk what what did I have to work with for cannabis like for cannabis y- somebody at? couldn't grow the shit in Maine and transport oh, it to okay, you and so look I'm a legacy guy okay yeah. I'm, I'm 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 a legacy guy I might be a I might be known as one of the guys that you know I've had a I've had a 42 pound joint head of the Statue of Liberty and 75 pounds of weed and, and and all kinds of stuff just sitting in a trash can and another 200 pounds of weed just in bags in the back of my truck rolling down the highway. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to relate Oregon to New Zealand mm. and see if you can give us advice to mm. what we can do here. And I'm wondering oh, if stay it, true, any, stay yeah. true, stay stay Kiwi. That's what stay I mean. Stay Kiwi. So do we need international? Do we need to import anything? Well, um, I can tell you this: that when I buy uh, manuka honey mm. in in the states, I pay three times the amount that it, that it's sold for here because it's because sought it's, after. Yeah, because it's, it's kiwi made. Why? Manuka why would look at all the kiwis abroad? You don't think that there's a you don't think that how many kiwis live outside the United Demand States? For k- and you don't kiwi. think that all of a sudden you can sell kiwi weed? Uh, yeah. On the internet, and you don't think that somebody's gonna go fuck? Huge smile. I'm I'm smoking this camel dung, yeah. and what am I doing? I could be smoking some of this. Sure, it's gonna cost a little money, gone. but that's kiwi made, mate. Mm-hmm. And what are they gonna say on Friday night when they're having their wine in their kiwi imported bag of weed? Yeah. See, I, I don't you. see it as a million dollar, billion trillion dollar industry. I see it as yo taking care of us, New Zealand where craft we are industry, at. and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and why yeah. not? Because I want to. I want to export my uh, 45th parallel northern wreck down here, and I want to export my uh, 45th parallel south southern wreck up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to do it for the iriness. You see, it's all in, it's all in your oh, intention. Yeah. I feel you. There. My intention is just yeah. to to be iry. But I mean, if you if we just said, um, sweet as recreational is legal, and you know what, you can import. Wouldn't America just be like, yeah, cool? And just send bulk fucking product in New Zealand yeah, wouldn't you, get a chance. Do you think None that, of us would well, get yeah, a chance d- to set up. Grocer would be again. fucked. Keep it kiwi. Yeah. Yo, the, like I said earlier, yo, there's such a cannabis culture in New Zealand. All the answers are here. All the players are here. All the people who put blood, sweat, and tears. All the cannabis warriors are here as well. Yeah. In New Zealand. Yeah. And okay. again, so it's it like like I said, I wanted to come be a part of this. Yeah, I, I am no one here. Have you got it right in Oregon? Have I got it right? Uh, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I'm saying uh, as a general, are the laws? Do you agree with the laws and shit and there's how it's going be, down in Oregon? There's always going to be things that we're not going to agree with with the government again because I do not understand how to speak the way they speak. Cool. So the loopholes that they present and the way that they let the wormholes. See, there's a difference between a wormhole and a loophole. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The wormholes that they can create and open because they know how to speak yep. uh, is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the restrictions that are put on things when people need certain things yes. are bullshit. Cool. Does anyone here know how to or has spoken the bullshit? You did a speech. So you did you have to speak some bullshit? Um, well, you know? I, when I, when the, we, were, we, would go, we would have the, the protests on the Capitol... In Salem, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I got up and I said, hey, I'm just like everybody else. I want my medicine. Mm-hmm. And I want this to stay the way it is, but I want to be able to get it anywhere. But it has to be, it, it, I don't want, I, I wanted decriminalization. Okay? That's it. I wanted could you, could you decriminalization. Expand? I would yeah, like what would you able, want for New Zealand? Oh, I would Let's love go around for, and we'll start okay. with us and then we'll, I, what, I would want what do you New want Zealand for New Zealand? Decriminalization. So where Why? if you're at your Nana's house, 
And Nana says, would you grow me a pretty cannabis plant, please? Because I would like cannabis tea. And then all of a sudden the weather turned and Nana's plant went to shit. And you feel bad. She feels bad. Instead of feeling bad, why can't we have it decriminalized where Nana can go down, get what she wants for her tea because it's her choice. It's her right because this is a plant that comes out of the ground. It is an herb that it does something to you. It makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? It makes it takes pain away. Oh, it is it, opium though, doesn't we, it? Understand, but is opium addictive though? Oh, that's a whole fucking Casey, case. That's a rabbit hole, right? Yeah, Cannabis yeah. is not addictive. Psychologically, yes. And if you do not have the mind for cannabis, then you should not smoke cannabis. And again, if you stray from the plan, you fuck up. But that's people knowing people, right? Isn't that what people are supposed to do? People are supposed to know who they are and what they can handle. And again, if we don't do that. But what I want for New Zealand, back, I digress. Yeah, I yeah, apologize yeah, yeah. for that because okay. we can get off on that wormhole. But I want, I, I want, I want, I, I want everybody to get out of this what they get out of alcohol. If, if you can go to the bottle shop and get a bottle of whiskey, you should be able to go to the farmy, the dispensary, and get some Skywalker Kush because that makes your head tingle and it makes your legs feel better. I think that that should be allowed, and I don't think it should be uh, $35 a gram for somebody who needs to just smoke a joint to get in the right space and not kill somebody. Okay. So with the alcohol industry, you can kill somebody. You can fuck somebody up if you sell them some shit and it's not right. So all the testing and stuff yeah. is testing, is regulations, all that kind of shit. Is it required in this? Well, what do we, do we have? Okay, because so decriminalization does that actually de have any rules, regulations? And well, decriminalization is if you get cannabis from a dispensary, right? And there's rules for dispensaries because we've already went there medically. Okay. So medical is already established, and medical testing was online. So there was testing to make sure there was no molds and pesticides. So they're effectively decriminalizing. That wouldn't have anything to do with it because you already have the medical standard. So the standard is always there. So that doesn't matter if it's decriminalized or recreational. Recreational was just allowed to put more on it and put a tax on it and tell you when you can open and when you can close and grow and do what you can do. Sorry, what does? D uh, De, uh, legalization, Le recreational, you know, like this. So, yep. the, the, the people so we've that already got it, medical sorted. Sorted, we can expand whatever. Cool. They had testing for medical. Yes, and so then we bring that across into into recreational. Mm -hmm. But now, all of a sudden, you're testing for you're testing for certain things instead of all things. All things. So they'd already started testing for all things, mm -hmm. and then recreational came in and they stopped testing. Because it yeah. was cheaper for everybody to be able to do such things. Okay. So it was bass backwards. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. And, and we did this to ourselves. So that's what happens. But if you decriminalize mm -hmm. and you allow the people to make and shape their own industry mm -hmm. without outside interference of taking everything away from the culture part of the industry, the roots, because if you don't have any roots, you can't grow shit. Does decriminalization mean that I can run a, t a tiny house? I can grow weed in my bedroom if and sell it out my front door. Is that decriminalization? If you have the proper, if you have the proper medical licensing to do such, yes. My understanding, not, uh, not a tiny house, because a tiny house is obviously hood weed. And my understanding of hood weed is black market weed. Yeah, my understanding of decriminalization is that it is still against the law. 
However, if you get caught, there is not going to be a criminal conviction. There will be something like a fine, a parking ticket. Like you get pulled over for speeding, you get a ticket. You get caught and it's decriminalised, you'll get a ticket for possession, but it's still illegal. So the only way people are going to be able to walk down the road and buy some is through legalisation. Yeah, because decriminalisation always sounds fucked to me. Well, that's, the, it's the a very militant word, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's a very offensive word. I feel it sounds it the sounds bad. Criminalize it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it it's got this so whole, how about we just make it? And you said I'd get a fine for it. A fine for yeah. what? Yeah, a fine for fucking. Still, well, that's just control, no. right? That's just control. Still, that, that piece of paper, that piece of paper will still say that possession of cannabis is illegal. Exactly. However, the punishments for it will be removed and replaced. Replaced with why the fuck fines. Should I be punished? Exactly. Why why should I be punished <laughs> for growing a fucking tree? Okay, but you, you know? But Russ, you still prefer this. You still Over just straight <laughs> monopoly <laughs> legalization. Over uh, monopoly. Yeah. Cause I don't want to see the culture raped and pillaged and turned Neither into something Neither do I. Else. Neither I, I do I. Want, so I guess I want my cake and eat it too, because I do want the opportunity to make a dollar for what I do, right? But I don't want to. I don't want to make that a filthy dollar. Yeah. Okay. Because as be soon as we say Grosif and I can open our dispensaries, that means Jeff Bezos can open his dispensary, right? Unless they make the law saying Jeff Bezos can't. No, because if, if Jeff Bezos can't, then fucking neither can you. Like, what? Just because the cunt's got fucking money, it do, like, what? So, so support your local farmer, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Support local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. it Kiwi. Keep it yeah. Kiwi. And this is what I'm saying. And this is not this is not disrespecting the United States. I live in the United States. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm a part of that industry. And I just see how it goes up and it goes down. I've seen the pitfalls that we've had. And that's not speaking on any other company or any other brand because everybody's who they are until they're not, right? But we always have to stay true to who we are. And, and when we lose that, that's when we lose sight of anything. So, again, I, I'm a nobody, guys. I'm here to be a part of this. So I'm just more, I'm just a novice as well because this is something that I'm not used to, but this is what, this I'm home. I love here. So why not embrace and want to be a part of something that I see is genuinely fucking amazing? Are you coming home? I am coming home. This cool. I'm here for three months now. I'll be okay. gone July eighth, and then I'll be back October fifteenth. And and we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it do it. I'm gonna do something that I've wanted to do forever. And I said I wanted to do it. And Joseph and the homie are making me. It's happening. I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna effectively never see winter again. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna leave the states. I'm gonna come leave the states, come here and grow, and then I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back there and grow. So effectively, I'm home now. You see, and, and, and I have a home with the family there. The fun was there now, and, and I'm here. And I have too many grandkids to bring them all at once. It would be $200,000, you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's work. It's a work in project progress. But this trip would not have happened without these two after me and my wife finally going, you need to go. It's time. They've told you it's time. everything's open. You guys need to do what you say you're going to do, and you need it's time to start. And then all of a sudden... Gross was worried about this. He's worried about that. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. And then all of a sudden, it happened. Yeah, okay. And it's like, okay, we're doing this on what we're doing because we believe in this. Okay. Can we talk about what you're 
hoping to achieve and stuff, or is that you're going for licenses so you're rather not? Can we talk about? It? Yeah, man, we can talk about it. Um, oh, cool, let's go. I'll, I'll try and sort of yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it as much as I can. Okay. So this <laughs> um, is we we're talking about forty fifth parallel South Farms right now. Forty fifth parallel South Farms. And this yeah, is yeah. this is the three of you. Three of us um, and my extended family. Um, okay. I'm going to be the director. Well, I am the director of this company. Okay. Um, so I, I've spent the last two years now a part of the legal game. I've witnessed a lot. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, it's been another journey, but I've learnt greatly from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, with the pandemic and everything. And all of that now it's sort of it's 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 just organically come around that I think it's time to appear on the scene. Um, if I'm to drop the reason, the exact reason why um, this dried flower now approved, the Minister yeah. of Health. <laughs> no shit, fourteenth of April, right? Yeah, bro. Dried flower so, available for vaporization. No, no, no. This is even back. For oh, okay. T- for tea, bro. So um, this is a breakthrough. In the medical oh, cannabis the industry, yep. even for New Zealand in general, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around December last year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My yeah. And uh, so <laughs> what this alluded me to is the Minister of Health has now looked at dried flour mm-hmm. and sa- said, I'm going to approve that mm-hmm. as a medicinal product, and yeah, that's going to be available. 100%. Bam. The mm. Minister of Health then approved two, and now another... Two and yep. I think another one for inhalation now. Yes, on the fourteenth of on April. On the fourteenth. Um, but uh, Kaikuya Dune. 100%. Guys, I have it bookmarked. I'm going to share this page so team. people can just keep the fuck up with what's going on. Yeah, the Minister yep. of Health is approving dried flour. It's time. Because guys, if you're ever going to come out craft yep. and legal, it is time. Because yep. I got because my personal argument to this, and maybe I shouldn't say, but my argument <laughs> is. Okay, so now we can vaporize dried flour, right? Yeah. Break down what the fuck vaporization is. Cool. Have you ever heard of dabbing? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's on, right? Dabbing. Mm. Let me tell you the first time I took a dab. Okay. We were at the Patient Grow Network, Kaiser, Oregon. And uh, we're sitting in there and this guy goes, hey, come here. Kiwi, Kiwi, come here. I'm like, what's going on? He's got this bong and he's got this titanium nail, right? And this bong is the size of the tube that you got, bro. And uh, and so I don't know. I've never done this before, okay? And he teased this fucking thing up, bro. And it was Motorhead Kush. And this dude, his nickname was Motorhead, happened to be, and his son was Little Motorhead. And, nice. and uh, bro, I hit this motherfucker, bro, and I must have fucking uh, turned pale. Like, I was pale, right. I was sweating, bro, the helicopter came in, and uh, so, yes, <laughs> I, I, yes, yeah, you know, and I had to sit down, and it was like I had this fire mm-hmm. of, of frost, of cold air in my lungs that was suffocating me, but it was burning at the same time. It was some, it was some absolute witchcraft bullshit, is what I thought, right? Right. <laughs> and nothing Was it hot and heady on a fucking tie nail? And yeah. nothing hurt, yeah. though, for like. Two hours, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah." That, so that's what dabbing is to me. But you got you got to get there. 
You know what I mean? And that's going to take a lot of regulations too because there's a lot of testing that you have to do for that to make sure everything's purged. And if you're going to do, like like we said earlier, solventless medicine here in, in New Zealand, if that's going to be the case, that's just hydro, water. Well, it's water. On. Water's the only thing. Yes. There's no solutions. So can, it, can you just bubble hash and rosin press? That's what I mean when I say that. BHO and all the rest of it, yeah, man, you've got some technicalities and blah, blah, blah. But... Now that they're saying you can vaporize dried flour, can you not get said flour, squish it in your rosin press, and dab that shit? What's well, the difference? If you're prescribed it, um, what goes on behind closed doors? There ain't gonna be no police officer looking over your back, making sure that's not what you, what you're doing. For sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. I wanna. I. I, I don't want to fucking. I. I want them to just provide the fucking concentrate to start off with. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's there is room for that, um, but. I guess going back on floodgates and the stepping stone question, right? Um, the stepping stone thing is like it is going to take stepping stones for something like that to come across, uh, especially when we've only got legal medical and not rec. Because of stigma? No, be- because of medical standards, bro. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because this is a lot of shit I clearly will not understand. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying, because we were talking before, right? And I was like, and I think that's when Raz was like, dude, just break out the mics and let's go. Um, but we were talking about... <coughs> sorry, man. That Wow, that comb is a good one. Um, so we were talking about the bottle of cannabis and what's the difference between um, the shit that I can provide to you mm-hmm. and the shit that you're going to pay 350 bucks for 10 grams worth, blah, blah, blah. What What is the actual difference why the standards require like you know if i can if i can grow the same product at home and put it through the same testing and end up with the same result a 19 percent flour with no heavy metals no mm-hmm. whatever the fucks what's the difference what your one difference? got packaged in a lab or some shit yeah i mean um this is where i think uh even trying to ask, uh, are you for medical or recreational? Is uh, th- this whole this whole industry as a whole, the cannabis world as a whole, is still in its infancy because it has been prohibited for so long, right? Yeah. So we are still figuring out what is recreational and what is medical in my mind as well. Um, yeah, yeah, is there a difference? Yeah. Or, or you know what the difference is over in like <laughs> states? Okay, let's go this. over to the states for example. The difference between a medical plant and a recreational plant: the color of the tag at the base of the tree. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's the uh, only difference. It, that's the only difference. But it's all medicine if that's how you are. Yeah, man. <coughs> but we we were talking about the uh, the testing of cannabis and the. Like, yeah, if so I can create the same thing, do I need to go through all the... Can you roll this do you thing? need a piece of paper that says you're allowed to do it? No, no, man. I mean, that's that's the cynical version of it and all. Um, but if you were to look, if you were to look at how this whole medical industry, don't think about cannabis, think about the pills and everything, you're going to the chemist and getting a prescription, our whole medical cannabis industry has been modelled off that and how it's going to just slip in here and and work with the current New Zealand model. So what has been imposed upon us in terms of standards and in being a medical cannabis industry now is fitting within these standards, uh, which is labelling. Um, 
And so the difference between what you would bring uh, as a, a connoisseur who loves his stuff, uh, who's bought a strain, uh, knows it's 19% and all that, uh, a company who's delivering it medically to these standards are uh, going to deliver it with uh, certificates of analysis of all the terpenes, proteins, fatty acids. I can get those. Yeah, you can certainly get them. I can them. send it my shit to the lab. Why not? Well, <laughs> yeah, and there's not much difference in that. Because um, what, I'm, what I'm kind of getting at is I would kind of like to see a, a collectives that where I can take on 50 patients 100 patients whatever yeah. and and have a source from you know 10 different growers or whatever and I would get my shit tested before yeah. passing it off yeah I sure as shit don't need these massive facilities if these people are allowed to deck out their Depends, two car ga- you know we go down uh, we go down that road I'm going for that kind well. of argument I'm going for the common man yeah no nah, yeah, man, yeah. like that yeah. fully reminds me of Prop Two One Five and Kelly. So, so you're 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 um you're, you're talking about you're dedicated. You're gonna make sure that you can you can get that cannabis grown I've at nineteen. Done this, yeah. So you're doing it. So you're dedicated so to that's that. What it's, what it's, so it's, it it means to you when when you're cultivating in your backyard in your house, it means to you what it means to me because you put the love into it to make it what it is. You, you, yeah. yeah I believe it can. Fifty percent, sixty, seventy percent of our market actually come from um craft home grows in, 100%, in New bro. Zealand. Um and even even added to that. the medical market. Um but what they would take is like uh some kind of uh system where because what we need here is consistency when it comes to medical. So we're always growing the same thing. That's us growing in the same mediums. That's us using the same lights, the same fertilizers, the same everything to achieve the same consistency. So we're all delivering to this one product because every time we put it in this box, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be that, there. That's what a real a brand is. You know what to expect each time you go back, you get that product. It is the consistency that is absolute key. So that's the difference. And you understand what that is. That's capitalism. Okay? Because the craft beer company that does the bomb show for two years in a row that then sells to the big corporation because they've now crossed the medium, right? They're now on the upswing, and then it becomes normal. Everybody's always chasing that next level. If we all know where we stand, what we believe in, it, it's, it comes back to that. You've done it. You put the care into this. I, I see that. I see that. Looking, at, I, I can see that you love this like I love this. You just have a different approach. What I'm saying is I absolutely understand um, cons- what do they call it? Consistent therapeutic value, or something yes. like that. And and it's your dosing, right? I absolutely understand that there are some. I think it's just because it's so murky, the therapeutic, the medical, the the this and that, as to now you can vaporize a flower for what? And then as we said, it's the same fucking plant. Yeah, team. And, and like like the out of it thing about oh. all of this, right? Is these products are now available. Um, your doctor can prescribe it. 
But how's how the actual fuck is the doctor meant to know that this tea is going to work for you? Like, it's out there, and he oh. can prescribe it. I you mean, can yeah. talk, sales you can rep as a, as a sales rep pitch these doctors. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Because I like, used to be a fucking sales no, rep. No, I but they haven't. Fucking pitch the shit. The thing is, bro, I can go to my I can go to my doctor. He's never prescribed cannabis. I can coerce him around saying, "Hey." This is on the list. Can you give me that? I want it for this. Um, and the whole medical regulations when it comes to a patient getting cannabis, they can get it for anything they want. Oh, they could have stubbed their toe and decided that cannabis is going to be the great healer of it. And um, if their doctor believes in that and wants to prescribe them cannabis for that, well, yep. Okay. So we're going to start seeing doctors. We're going to start seeing green doctors, aren't we? What you talked about in the fucking... We're going to... Yeah, bro. Uh, it, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. Are we just pushing against the wave, though? Do we just I, nah, because you know? listen, listen, I keep getting told to stop is, what is the channel, what is, I'm, I'm going to give you the answer right now. Okay. The general consensus on cannabis. Period. It's a wellness thing. Has changed, hasn't it? But it's not even it, okay. It can be a health supplement, sir. But what it is, your health. If With you want, if you today. want a reason, if you want a reason to prescribe cannabis to anyone, it's a wellness thing. It helps your, again, like you just said, endocannabinoid system, which is what your wellness. It's your wellness meter, guys. You know what I'm saying? And so that, Sorry, yeah, yeah. So, Joe, you got Helios Drops? Yeah, man. Uh, yep. th- through Canna Clinic? Uh, nah, just through my local GP. Through your local GP? Yeah, yeah. Can, can we, oh, you know, this is a private personal thing, you GP, but uh, do you want to talk about it? Sure, man, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, so I just went to my local GP, which is in um, East Otago. Uh, I've always suffered from depression. And um, I've actually gone down the route of trying pharmaceuticals for that because, you know, it drove me to that. Uh, And I now am at this point where, um, you know, on my list of everything I've tried is a lot of things. And um, Did you get on some heavy shit with the depression and stuff? Yeah, man. Um, The thing is with the stuff that I got on, um, and I wasn't advised this at the start, but... It's like um, it's when you get on it, you can't just get off it. Uh, and that was quite a scary thing. Um, so I found myself on it without realising that. Um, and I felt like this stuff was not working. I felt like my character and body was alien. Um, so I, I felt like it was masked or something like that. Um, and when it came to getting off it, guys, like the side effects to coming off that medication are suicidal thoughts. So I was prescribed that. Going back to your argument with going to your GP and asking me to prescribe cannabis, medical cannabis, and them not knowing if it's going to help you, that these doctors know that these this med- medication was going to help you. Like, because, like, That's I'm not trying to take any yeah, offence yeah. or anything, bro, but by the sounds of it, it didn't help you. 
Like, like yeah, like, this is like, oh, that's um, like a guinea yeah. pig kind of thing. Like, hey, well, we'll throw in this and we'll see well, if that works. Why don't they just oh, go, no, oh, oh hey, throw hey, me some, throw, 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 throw the cannabis and see yeah. if it works. Throw me some cannabis and oh, I'll see if okay. it works. Okay. I had to convince them of that, though. I yeah. had to convince yeah. them of that. Yeah, yeah, um, but I'm just saying, like, just with the general discussion on why a GP will not prescribe it, they'll happily give you a pill that contains all of these side effects, yet they won't try something natural. Like but me, for guys, example, if I go to my doctor and I ask him for cannabis and he goes, oh, no, you should have these pills instead. Yeah, no, but no, like the so, thing is, yeah, I know cannabis we need to hasn't educate been in their doctors. curriculum either. So uh, these guys, um, doctors I've, can I've be got, some different folk, right? Man, some of them are like straight up, like this, they've learnt this and it's black and white as hell, man, and cannabis wasn't a part of what they learnt. And to yeah. try and sort of now tell them, like, I want cannabis, man, and, like, they have not. And that licence costs them a shit ton of money to get, and they are not yeah, yeah. A- about to risk their fucking medical licence or whatever to, yeah. Uh, no, 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 money even aside, bro, um, yeah. uh, um, life um, and um, energy to, uh, uh, to, to be sitting in that seat as a doctor for the general public and, um, you know, have that kind of thing on your conscience that you are dishing out these things and it's to help people. Um, I don't know. That must somewhere play a role in these doctors' heads. I would have thought. Uh, or are they just fucking... You're talking about the pills that they're dishing out? Um, I'm talking about in general when it comes to prescribing any medication on anything. They've got to have some kind of confidence that when they prescribe that medication, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? Um and it might be that those doctors that prescribed me that medication, bro, uh, were maybe had a sales rep from Big Pharma, man, telling them that this shit was all right. So our medical companies just need sales reps as well. Hey, man, like, I think marketing doctors. is a really big gap in the medical cannabis industry in New Zealand at the moment, and it's something that can be utilised way more than it is. Um, and I don't. I think that some of these uh, people that are in companies uh, have not come from any background of medical cannabis or cannabis in general, bro. And so they don't know how to market their own product. Do you know if they're allowed to market it? Because there was that whole thing in the referendum. Like, as as a medical cannabis thingy, is a doctor allowed to market? This ain't allowed to be on telly, right? Huh. Yeah, he's holding up the Helios drops. As we all see, we can go on, on on their Instagram and we can look at the plants that are growing. There is some form of advertising. That loophole is education. Um, and and that's it. So but here it goes. What ha- What is a doctor, right? A doctor is somebody that you're supposed to be able to go to that you have a relationship with, right? That is going to do the best for you in the safest manner, right? So... If my doctor says to me, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to prescribe you cannabis. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to you, being a human being, mm-hmm. to take account of yourself. And if you smoke something that doesn't do good for you, don't smoke that again. You tell your doctor, hey, this, ba boom. We have to work together with our doctors in order to feel good, if that's what we want that doctor there for. So he is going to have to get feedback. That means we have to be honest. And for some reason, we only like being honest with who we want to be honest with. Why is that? Why can't we just be honest with everyone in every situation? Because you get further with with telling the fucking truth. 
So do you guys have um, quite a clear business plan, business path, what you're out to create? Do you have a mission statement yet? Anything um, like that? Yeah, I mean, we have all that. Yeah, bro. But um, cool. I mean, to round it up in a really quick summary, we are passionate growers. We love the plant. Cool. Um, and I want to continue to grow with this plant, man. I don't know it all. Do you want to um, grow it indoor, outdoor? Do you want to grow it for medicine, for vic? Do you want to? What do you want to do with it? Yeah, the whole lot. And <laughs> yeah, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. But when you apply for your license, what license are you going to apply for? Um. Well, definitely uh, a license for cultivation. Um, but we are also going to go research and development. Um, cool. And I mean, whole goals are probably licenses for everything we need. Um, it might be that we take on extraction artists one day or something like that. But at this stage, we're a focused growing company. Okay. Um, supply of genetics, supply wholesale supply of flour to license holders. Um, and wholesale supply to license sales so they can process it so they can put it into a little package and sell it at the pharmacy yeah bro yeah um we are not can, can you not sell it direct to the pharmacy um, can you grow it package it can you so with the current standings and the regulations it requires gmp certification mm-hmm. uh there's a prob approximately three companies with gmp certification right now mm-hmm. uh there's a, i think two more going for it and that's um, the fancy lab that you package it all in. Yeah, and, yeah. And that kind the, of stuff. The, the million dollar question now is is this move towards GMP certification <laughs> actually worth it? Is the industry gonna change? Mm. Um there is there has been grants go out, man, and uh industry blueprints being made now. Um yeah. and is GMP certification gonna be a thing? Um, maybe we just focus on the wholesale and one day that we can go direct to market with that. We ha- haven't invested millions of dollars to make a GMP certified, certified lab. And oh, so you're saying that you're probably not going to go GMP kind of thing? Or are no, they well, humming and hiring whether GMP is even necessary in New Zealand? What were you stepping, saying there, stepping sorry? Stepping stones are, are, are a big thing in my life, right? Yeah. Um, and so that, that applies to my company. Um and so stepping stones I have present for my company. Yeah. Um, I, I can, me and Dom, between mm. all of us, mm. we can grow, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can grow consistently. <coughs> Sorry, um, but I, I got a little bit confused before. You were talking about um, good manufacturing practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And were you saying that New Zealand's kind of looking at it going, shit, do we actually need, or you guys were saying, do we need to go for that? Yeah, we're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. it's going to be it. Cool, cool, cool. I was yeah, just getting no, a bit confused. Yeah, we are saying that. We are questioning that. That's you actually like need to, because I think that's what a lot of people they're like looking at it, going "fuck off." I'll just grow the flour and wholesale that uh, shit. Man, and these like can go through the fucking white right now. You know? um, the legal side of it tells us we've got to. Um, that's if you, we want to go direct to market, though, bro. This is this is all keeping that in mind. Okay. We can fucking like apply some really sweet marketing skills and just sell to some guy who's got GMP certification as, as far as I'm... P- and then they can take the exact product, put it into a fancy container, in, in sorry, in a very sterile lab or something, and then yeah. give it to the pharmacist and sell it at $350 for 10 grams. Uh, you, you've skipped a little bit, but it's got to go past ministerial approval, right? 
Minister of Health's got to approve that. So Andrew Little needs to smoke a little of it. Um, or, um, yeah, Director General. So whoever Director General okay. Minister of Health is at the time, um, okay, yeah. he's got to look at it. He's got to approve it. Get Tally involved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like, because um, because yeah. I obviously I'm coming at this at a really fucking basic level. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a plant that grows in the fucking dirt. Yeah, it's pretty, no, you know. We, we are working with what we're given. Yeah. Okay. So um, if I'm, yeah, like I, I'm considering this, what I'm saying right now, a service to any up-and-coming craft producer. Um, you know, if you want in this, you don't need GMP. Um, you can wholesale. You can market your cannabis really greatly. That um, doesn't need to reach really low CFUs and everything, especially if that company might be extracting it. That can come into your marketing, marketing kind of thing. Um, and as your flower is being seen by the Minister of Health, guys, uh, that is the Minister approving your flower, man. And one day he might have approved <coughs> enough of your flower that when you try to go directly to it, and maybe when this industry has lifted GMP certification, you can go direct to market with that. The Minister has seen it. Yo, you're, you're fucking owning it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyone I, can do this, man. Fucking, that is yeah. great. It's exactly what you guys said, consistency. Mm. So consistency means you keep doing it over So does that and mean you get four and cultivars and and or even one cultivar, two cultivars, and just nail and monocrop the fuck out of it and know that? Yeah, well, yeah but that's all the whole point of our research and development, you know what I mean? And that's what, okay. that's what Joseph's like, yeah, we can do both. And research and development is what we both like to do as far as creating genetics anyway. And there will be people researching and developing, but if you're a craft guy, um, unfortunately, um, you're not going to be able to be growing 10 of this strain, 10 of that strain, this and that. Mm. Um, you are going to have to produce a consistent crop, and it's going yes. to have to be the next crop exactly the same. Yes. And this exactly the same. So you might have a bit of R&D to do to okay. tune your... Which is a fucking hard thing that. to do with yeah. a plant. 420. Right. Yes, it is. It is a hard thing to do with the plant. And 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 and, and, and exactly to your notion, mm -hmm. shout out to the homies up at the 45th Parallel North. Uh, that northern wreck yep. that we cultivate mm -hmm. has been consistent for 10 years. We're Growing known, indoor, outdoor? No, no, outdoor. That's what I'm thinking. Outdoor. You got fields of the shit. Yeah. Outdoor. And What's it's secret? consistent. What's your secret? No secret. It's the iriness, bro. It's the mana. I told you it's what we put into that plant. We also we also have uh we also you know we use we use a tea you know yeah we, we okay use these, these teas. are you growing organic yeah, or? we, we well we, we do a little bit of this a little bit of that but yeah, okay. we use organically sourced nutrients okay. okay there is a difference between you got chemicals going into your shirt no not chemicals okay not chemicals but you don't uh, we don't we don't get we don't get into the salts and the in the flows and all that yeah, yeah for sure. I get the vibe that you're not putting Abs anything fucking, no, you're not spraying no. your plants. Oh, no, shit. no, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, fuck yeah, no. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. No, there's, we, we got plenty, we got guidelines on that. So you got, we got a, a kill list. Like if you test negative, if you test positive for these metals or these, these harsh full yeah, nutrients, uh, anything like that, it, it, yo, hell yeah, it's got to go. So it's, how do you control the pests? How do you, oh, you we know, use, you we use all that. We use the, the bugs that, Counteractive bugs, as far as Californicus, okay. we use everything that we use things that attack mice. But then we also up there on the forty fifth parallel north, man. Mm. Uh, we, we got like basic this crazy bird 
bird sanctuary type thing I like to call it but I've, we've got wild finch we, we've got quail and all these birds they fly through our stuff and they eat all of these bugs I'm uh, it's no lie do they like eat I've plant? got 25 turkey up there right now yeah and no. these things it's, it's birds we've got eagles we've got hawks we get the vultures you know what I'm saying when the dead stuff's there but there's all these different types of birds there's some wild parrots and it's just crazy because this we don't have bugs like other people have bugs because we, we, we're proactive and we're active in the, during the grow. Yeah. And, and, and then these birds, man, it's, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's what you put into it. Mm. And if you're putting what you want into it, you're going to be consistent. And that's what this Northern wreck is. This, if you can't, if you can't eat mm. or oh, you're going to be able to eat a cheeseburger, if you can't sleep, you're not going to be able to make it to bed. Yo, if you can't calm down, it's going to put you in front of your favorite movie. And we're known for that. We're known that we got people that that's all they buy because that's how they get, that's how they go to sleep. And it's consistent, but it's again, checking yourself mm-hmm. and working with somebody that grows it. Right. So I have people tell me, Hey, this is what this is. And it's like, yeah, man, because it's that cannabinoid and terpene profile that works for you. And there's so many people that it works for, but you have to find it. Okay. And, and unfortunately people aren't allowed to find it because they're not allowed to grow. 10 plants of 10 cultivar to mm. do that. So y- you have to get known for one thing. Yes. You have to get known for something in order to try something else. Yes. And, and that's what I think Joe's getting at is like, we're going to, we're going to get there, but Jesus, we have to get known for something. And if that's the game, they're going to make us play. We're on the board. Okay. We want to play the game, but just we're still who the fuck we are. So you bring out your Southern lights and all the rest of it. And that's what you're known for and whatnot. But then you also, that's when you can play research and development and find these other cultivars and stuff and do a bit more craft with them or something. Yeah, man. And um, I've got a big R&D game to play. Um, I'm not allowed to say much right now, to be honest, on on that front on who I'm collabing with, but there's an exciting collab coming up and I'm really, really proud of it. Um, And I think that could potentially, you know, help uh, generate a really professional future for this industry. Um, in terms of the genetic side of things, um, yeah. So we're, I'm really excited about that. Um, but R and D extends to your entire crop. If you were wholesaling, how that cr- crop performed, and what section of the paddock performed best, or whatever, what plant performed best, or yeah, there's yeah. a lot, lot to do on that. Those fronts, um, absolutely. That is a really like personally, I love R and D when it comes to cannabis. Like I think. <laughs> Um, I think that's a really special thing to be able to do, and so this, yeah. So, so you, the forty fifth, forty uh, fifth parallel South Farms. Yep. Are you you're going to be growing outdoor? Um. Fields. So, uh, for our wholesale, um, mm-hmm. we are going to be growing outdoor broadacre. Um, they will fit within the lower standards, say uh, oral, for example. Uh, oral consumptions, the teas, uh, will be our broad acre crops that are like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that are, um, you know, exposed to the elements more so than uh, maybe our inhalation standards that are met under light deprivation tunnel houses. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So are you going to have light dip and you're, are you going to have any just straight indoor growth? Yeah. Yeah. So yep. um, uh, the beginnings of our research and development when it comes to breeding and genetics starts within our shed that's uh, got a divi- divider wall from the drying 
um, and it will have a wee section to begin some breeding projects. And okay. uh, with that, that'll be an indoor space which we can test cultivars if they perform better indoors than in any of those other two environments mm-hmm. like Depp and, and Broadacre well okay. we'll know but yeah. you're not going to have a uh, warehouse with uh, 200 400 plants under lights we're not starting off that way okay cool yeah but we might but that could be in the oh, all right awesome yeah so but you're sorry when you say Broadacre Broadacre yeah. what does this mean um, if you've watched Raz, yeah, um, and just his plants outdoor in a paddock, okay. uh, it could be in a raised bed. Okay. Um, Broadacre has quite broad <laughs> terminology. Broad, right. right. Okay. <laughs> and how many acres are you growing on? How many plants are you? Uh, so um, yeah. we're starting off in a two point five hectare block, so that's roughly five acres. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many um, plants is that, man? <laughs> It depends how it you does, lay them doesn't out. it? I, as I said that question, I was like, hang on, what are you picturing? It's a lot, man. Um, but okay. in a broad acre term, mm-hmm. I've sort of uh, done the calculations if it to use raised beds, mm-hmm. uh, around 640 plants to an acre. Um, per acre? And how many acres did you say, sorry? So we got about five to the 2.5 hectare, just on roughly. like yeah. Five acres and 640-ish per acre. Yeah, broad acre. I like that, man. Yeah. Um, I probably plan on turning half of that into light deprivation. Um, so you you have the land? Yes. You have yes. the license? Not You're the license. You're applying yet, for it? Um, okay. Yeah, no, we've got to uh, get security up. Um, security is the good part of, mm. like, if we're wanting to legitimately protect our, our company and our crops, uh, I'm so looking at the good part of, outside. like, uh, half a mil for yeah, security. Nice. Um, so there's a bit of because uh, what is it? Is it barbed wire fences and distance and electrics and what there's is? Not what actually is like um, the rigs. Um, I used to work security. The rigs so are pretty a, fucking yeah. loose. The rigs okay. are loose, um, but we also want we owe it to ourselves to protect our crops. Of course, you fucking do. You're yeah. going to be growing so million dollar crops. By you know, I, I I've. Got quotes for security that, um, you know, we would know what part of the fence someone tried cutting if they started trying Absolutely. to... Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, I've gone for quite techy things because I would like... Um, I, you know, if we are breaking our backs out there in the field, bro, mm. I don't want security to be compromising us. No, not at all. So yeah. have you got Gallagher on board? Because Gallagher make FedEx. Gallagher's known for its fences. Gallagher is New Zealand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gone more with a company that you've gone abroad. That, that fences prisons. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Good yeah. shot. Um, Good so shot. I'm okay. going with like a twin perimeter fence around okay. my section. Okay. Um, and I'm going with swipe card access yeah, through two ports and um, everything logged, uh, cameras and standalone. Yeah, it's all just runs on its own. Okay. Yeah. Are you putting yourself into a shit ton of debt to do this? No, man. Um, yeah. There's a lot of support when you want to research and develop, and um, you know you can get government support, as we've all seen just lately. Um, Pudo was it? Yeah, Puro. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Thirteen you know, million. Like that isn't anything new. Puro had definitely broken ground, and congratulations to them, by the way. Okay. Um, but they had definitely broken ground with uh, the amount that a government has thrown at a project. Why do they get um, the money? Because this is my argument right now. Why the fuck do they get money to grow something I'm not allowed to? 
Um, that it's is just me being quite, blunt as shit. I mean, like, oh, I'm sorry if you're listening, Piero. <laughs> um, but there is a general consensus around us all that, uh, you know, that kind of level of funding and uh, research and blueprint and that being in, in, in one company's hand is, is, is a fair bit wrong. But um, though I'm saying that, um, I'm really happy that it's landed in, in your guys' hands because it could have landed in, in far worse hands in this industry, and I, <laughs> that's all I'll say on that. Okay, <laughs> cool. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, clearly I don't know shit about it. I would love to talk to someone from Puerto, but that is my general. Why the fuck did they just get $13 million? That if you understand, uh, if you understand how to speak mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, language mm-hmm. and play the system the way the system plays us, Hands off to them. If they knew the language to get that money to fund their project to get going where they're going, my yeah. hat's off to them because I don't know that language. I fuck the forms up every time at yeah, least Yeah, I listen times. to Rage Against the Machine, not S Club 7. So, but, you know. No, I, I, got, I, I got you. But yeah. I'm just saying in that same instance, though, I'm not going to down anybody that can get that because I couldn't. Yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. Because I couldn't. Mm-hmm. They did no, it. No, absolutely. 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 So that and, and, and to be honest, I don't actually. I, th- I as far as I've read, they get to write the book about how and, to grow organically and, and, in New and Zealand as long as or something true like to the that. Game, as long as they're true yeah. to the game and what they want for everyone, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. it to be the right thing, mm-hmm. then we do the right thing. Keep yeah. it kiwi. Keep it kiwi. Keep it to the culture of New Zealand. Yeah, Instead okay. of adapting anybody else's take on 420 mm-hmm. on what the cannabis culture is here, keep it kiwi and do it the right way. And then we'll lead the world if we do it the right way from here, right? Yeah, I, we I, can change the I world. feel that. I think New Zealand's got a fucking... Because my, my understanding is we've got a really good craft beer and our wine is internationally oh, yeah. recognized and shit. And we can do that The Matura Savin Yard, the Blanc, yeah. it's in the gas station in my little 7,000-person town in Oregon, in Monmouth, Oregon. It's in the Shell gas station. Is that a good so thing? It, 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 gas no, it is. It's everywhere. It's, it's, it's everywhere. To where I couldn't, I had to go to, I had to go to three cities over yeah. to get a New Zealand wine. Right, right, Now right. I can go down to, I can go down to whatever, you know, and it's right there. We are, we are all currently getting the vast majority of New Zealand are currently sourcing their cannabis from illegal sources, right? Illegal because they said so. Exactly. Okay. Right? We're all, yeah, we, we're sourcing it from black market places, essentially, from each other. People make... Because they say so. Make their bread and butter Craft from is it. still legacy. Stuff. I like yeah. to call it legacy. Legacy yeah. is still legacy. Because there's always going to be somebody out there that makes homemade whiskey, mm. and they sell a gallon of homemade whiskey and make a very fair price. Why can't why can't it be looked at like that? Why does it have to is be that dangerous? <laughs> does that mean JFK was a bootlegger? That yeah. JFK's family were the Kennedys. Come on, yeah. they were bootleggers to to what to make the money to get into politics yeah, to yeah, change yeah. the law. Yeah. Boom. But, uh, yeah. The law is gone. <laughs> <laughs> The law has changed, and it needs recognised that it's actually changed. What's changed? In 2019, the Misuse of Drugs Act was rewritten under Chloe Swarbrick. Regulations. What? Yeah. Are they doable for the home goers? That's, well, that's where I was at. That's exactly where we were at with the home yes. people. If you're, yes. If got, yeah. If you're doing the right thing, you don't have anything to worry about. No, yeah. but you do. You do. Until, like... 
Okay, so we, I, I was part of an, op- we had a garage and all the rest of it. We had all our lights set up. I was doing the right thing and all the rest of it. And I had my, and I was servicing a bunch of people. I'm bring that into the light. Mm. We didn't need regulations. People didn't give a shit about fucking this. Like they did, but that's why they trusted me mm. to take care of it. Bring that into the light. Yeah. I think, um, but we need the re- yeah. Sorry. Well, the green, the, the green fairies. I say in quotation marks. Oh, that's been bringing that's that's like to the general public who aren't uh, passionate cannabisy people. That's brought to the light. Uh, what that service is is, you know, um, there's been a raw kind of public. Uh, here's green fairies. Here's a bunch of really strong testimonies from the general public of how these general green fairies are helping people. And, shit, this person had cancer. This person gave him some product he made, and it healed his cancer. Or yeah. healed cancer, you know? Um, For free, the, without regulation. From sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, there's definitely, you know, like we could do it without regulations. But then you've got bad pe- people that don't actually give a shit about the plant. They're there for the money, and we need regular. So it's the catch twenty two. Yeah, it is. It's, it's positive, negative. The devil, the devil in the in 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 Christ, right? I've said it for a long time. Uh, I think there is room for a dispensary on every street corner in New Zealand, and they make a fair income from. Should I be able to grow shit at home, get it tested, and put it? On the market, same as you. Absolutely, I think so, and Absolutely. I think I think in, I mean, yeah, on that front, like, um, so fully support the emergence of the cottage without industry without all the security checks, without all well, the whatever, man. Yeah, like co- cottage industry, um, and however that might work, and with what we've already got, and and maybe so what's the license for? That's a good question. So, my in Oregon, right? Yeah. We got me forty fifth parallel farms. Uh, one license for an outdoor crop, boom. Yeah. And then I have a friend, State 3, shout out State 3. Mm. This young man, he 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 has a small license, mm. and he competes. Cool. He so he grows his shit he grows at his home stuff in a, nice in, in, in a small a medical yep. grow, and he sells it. To the he signed up, did it medical, to the dispensary, the same as the other, the same as me, with and he a does recreational a license. Small batch grow. Small batch grow. And now he's recreational. So he built himself out of it into his model. How do we do that? How do we? Th- then that's like, but that's that's the point. That's the point of lobbying. That's the point of doing that and allowing allowing an industry to grow on the right notion from the start. That's exactly what you want. If you want a guy that is going to put his life into this, into hit into that, you put a, your life into that, and you're that guy. You yeah. have to show and prove. You can't just pay for that. Okay. The analogy of a, a of a dispensary on every street corner was like there's room for all forms of business. Like we've got a yes. real blank canvas of an industry yes. here. And, you know, whether you're a business that's showing up that's more cottage and has just like limited space and is delivering this amount for this number of patients and that's your game in this, I'd love that that would be allowed. And and with whatever else is going on out there, there's those guys that are going bigger and, you know, whatever, exploring all the different paths. There's room for it all. Um, what we've got right now is a whole bunch of companies, and I'm I'm going to say this 
fuck it. Like, there is a whole bunch of companies in New Zealand that have all taken on basically the same business model. They're all going, well, we're this, 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 and we're doing extraction, we're doing cultivation, we're doing manufacturing. They're doing it all. That's called vertical integration. What's wrong with that? How, well, there's not, not nothing wrong with that, right. but what that, what that spreading resources out thin is is a uh, potential, not problem, but I would say you would want to be careful that you're not spreading your resources out thin when you've got a new industry appearing, and it is you're the talking cannabis monopoly. industry. Hey, eh? are you just talking monopoly? Nah, man, I'm like just talking huh? like. You're a company trying to come into the cannabis industry. Yeah, like anyone anyone coming in mm-hmm. um, that is stretching out their resources to the point that they're not focusing on, like, say, the key commodity, i.e. growing, where they are that bit of everything. They're trying to say we're the growers, we're the manufacturers, we're the extractors, we're the, we're the packages, we're everything. Mm-hmm. But... You know, that's you, you apply that to a group of people and and a big company. There's, I don't. I, it's, it takes a really really big group of people, a massive company, um, and 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 then within that, um, a hierarchy that you've got to, if you're the say the cultivation manager of that company, you've got to convince these other guys who own all this other giant shit like millions of dollars of extraction equipment, GMP facilities, and all that. Their heads aren't in the cultivation game, but you've got to convince them that this cultivar is all right and this and that's going all right about your whole facility. Aha. Uh-huh. Resources are spread out and way too And you're going to le- lose the specialty, the Now, craft, if we're to follow uh, trends on medical cannabis around the world okay. um, and you look at Canada, I say we're you know a year behind Canada right now. Now, Canada got the medical cannabis industry they got uh, big players. They got the, you know, Canopy, Aurora. That's right. All them. That's right. Um, and right now what's happening, just like New Zealand though, like we got our, you got our, our big top five players or whatever that like, you know, massive, like more than six digits to this, these figures when it comes to building this monster that they've, decided to create to dominate and just monopolize they might think so (laughs) okay but like seriously um you know it's (laughs) i forgot where i'm going with that that's all good Um, i i accidentally kind of stepped over you before and you did talk about 2019 chloe schwalbrick did something and it changed the game and people aren't aware of it yeah man do you want to tell us about that one place i've tried to make people aware of it um, it's worked for me in my last raid. Um, section seven of the two thousand and nineteen Misuse of Drugs Act clearly def- clearly says that uh, if it is not within the public interest to prosecute someone for, uh, say, possession of a drug or just a drug crime, it's not possession, but just a drug crime, and that's real broad term. There, by the way, it's not saying cannabis; it's saying a drug. Just Good lawyer. No, but it's saying as long as it's not within the public interest on mm-hmm. the Section 7 that they cannot prosecute you for uh, drug-related crimes. Okay. Yep. So that... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, they raided my they raided my house. I might have been growing. I might have had some cannabis on me. 
Um, but where is that within the public interest to prosecute me? Now, the police don't even know that fucking law passed. Okay. Did you need a half-decent lawyer to fight this for you? No. At my point of the uh, raid, eh? Yes, your lawyer's excellent. Never say no, I didn't need to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sure, guys. Like, uh, my lawyer and my other cases, because I had a few cases for cannabis crimes, um, was fantastic. Um, When that law passed, uh, I was able to sort of, you know... I would call it really kindly, like trying to do it in the most respectful way to the cops, saying, hey, look, guys, like, I'm a cannabis activist and I'm aware that you guys don't get told in the morning coffee break that a new law has passed. Okay. You don't. You don't no, get told that. Yeah, they, they you wouldn't have wouldn't. a fucking clue. Yeah. Um, I didn't say that, but, mm-hmm. like, really kindly, right? Um, and I alluded them to, now, it's not 1975, please look at the 2019 Misuse of Drugs Act in this section. And, um, you know, obviously I had to let them raid me, uh, which was a really big invasion of my privacy, obviously. Let them raid me? That was an interesting choice of words. at the start of this... Did you have a choice? Nah, I didn't have a choice. You didn't let them. (laughs) Oh, I had to... Like, okay. they came in and raided me, and I had to hold the office, one of the officers backed out of, like, fucking 10 or 12 of them okay. that were going through my house and say, look, once you're finished there, yeah, please refer to Section 7 of the Misuse of Drugs Act and consider why you were here. Okay. I see and now. what you're, you're going to uh, do. To, in order to actually really... Yeah, drive the so point. Yeah, to let it that, actually unfold. That very action alone should not land you in court if they, as police officers, and whatever the terminology of public, um, yeah, uh, public, yeah, public interest, interest is. for sure. Yeah. So, so anytime anyone tells me they got a hole in their boat and it sank, I say, how'd you how'd you get a hole? How'd you get raided, man? How'd it happen? Harvest festival. Okay, so you put a tar- you you did Harvest Festival. You put a target on your back. Oh. They knew where you were, and they were just like, "Fuck it, we'll rock." Like, how did they? I mean, they need a warrant, right, to fucking turn up and do shit. How yeah, did they? Yeah, how did yeah. they get a judge to say, no, "Yeah, so this way dude"? Back in Harvest Festival times, yeah. um, as we all might have witnessed, those mm-hmm. who witnessed it, uh, there was definitely some spiteful folks around. Um, And my name got thrown to the police. Uh, They said that I was dealing Class A drugs to children. Um, And that was where I was placed in the position where I might have wanted to be a roaring lion and not allow these cops to come in. But they were here for, like, selling LSD to minors. How does that work, though? Because that means I can just tip off anyone I don't like and and fucking... That's essentially what happened to you, right? That is... What happens? They call the cops Sorry, and, yo, anyone, this guy's like, fucking... Yeah. Shh, that's a bit dangerous. That is, uh, like, it could be an accusation from anyone. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the Harvest Festival to some people was pretty outrageous and they felt justified in dobbing me in that way. Um, so that's how that happened. And, and, like, I was obviously raided and at that point when they were coming to my house for LSD, I was... Very loud about my cannabis use, always very loud about Harvest Festival. It's been very public, same with the cup. So I was like, oh, guys, <laughs> it's funny, but I thought you were here about the cannabis cup. 
I, I had received over half of my entries by that raid, and that raid happened. They took all my plants and uh, stuff that I had, but they left all the cup entries. <laughs> That's handy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, cool. But, like, that was me being bluntly honest from the moment they walked in the door rather than, you know, yeah. Yeah, and so the series of raids after that was me fighting it. Was that your first raid? Every way, yeah. And then there were no, two well, more. like I've had a raid before that, but like that was when I started Harvest Festival. Boom, the raid. Okay, are they dawn? Ra- are they are they dawn raids? They're you know, five thirty, six o'clock. They'll fucking uh, bust yeah, down. Yeah, sort of ten in the morning. Ten in the morning. Yeah, roughly. Okay. Yeah, most days. No rocking. Times yeah. Or just knock knock. Yo, grocer, fucking, we got some. Tasers and guns on us and shit. Listen to what we have to say. Here to intimidate you. Take your shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I was running the festival and I had, like, jumped out there very, very publicly. So, yeah, for sure. me, a bunch of blue-suited individuals showing up was not so much of a surprise. It was definitely a surprise that, was that they were showing up for LSD. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Okay. I kind of expected their arrival, and I wanted to toy with what the fuck I could do when you know yeah. all this cannabis stuff comes. And I'm like, I'm just like trying to yeah. host a thing for this whole industry, actually. <laughs> right? Yeah. So okay. you know how far I can get it. I would just. Um, what were your charges? Uh, well, they didn't find LSD. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. <laughs> but it, but it would have been a. a Thirty-two, forty-two cultivation yeah. and utensils. Utensils, <laughs> yeah. Get some um, knives. Eh? Over the course, over the course <laughs> of that two years, they tried adding extra charges on and all sorts of stuff. But that was uh, pretty much soulless threats to try and get me to plead guilty while I was wasting their time. What were they trying um, to do? Just um, shut you up, silence you, slow you down. What were they trying to actually accomplish? I guess originally um, trying to nah, stop a fucking okay, LSD so, dealer. Um, but, you know, after that, <laughs> yeah, um, once they were like, yo. I don't respect the police in a lot of ways uh, when we're talking for festival and all my raids. I really, really don't respect the police. <laughs> Fuck and it, mate. Like, um, but I, you know, when they first came to my house that very first time, mm-hmm. um, they came there thinking I was selling class A's to minors. That's fucking wrong, mate. Are you respectful? Like, yeah. To the police? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not just like fuck you. No, I mean, like I was, I was running the harvest festival. Okay, cool. So, uh, no, when they rock up to your house, you're just like, yo, fucking cool, calm, collective. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, as I say, I wasn't surprised to see a whole team of blue boys, but I was really surprised that they were there for that, and uh, they didn't know about my fucking festival. As loud as I tried to be, they didn't know about it. What yeah, the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was like whoa, <laughs> yeah, <okay>. random. <laughs> so yeah, so once they turn up to your house, they're like, "Fuck, you don't have LSD, right? You got these things, but you're running this harvest festival. What, what in your mind were they trying to accomplish by dragging your ass to court? What were they trying to do? Were they trying to throw you in a fucking cell, or what were they oh, actually no, trying so, to do? Um, actually, the police. You know how like the police can charge you 
or the Crown can charge you. The police didn't decide to charge me, and the Crown decided to charge me. It was the police for a start. Okay, the Crown wanted to charge you for position to supply cultivation and cultivation and, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And then, so what? Did, and then, what did they want to do? Fine you, get you to do some community service, throw you in a fucking concrete cell? What yeah, they I mean, do? classic kind of when you when you get arrested for this kind of thing, and you get the letter on uh, what the maximum prison term is and all yeah, that. Yeah, for you sure, know, for sure. Just real classic. Like, mm-hmm. that's, this is what it is. Here's your charges. Um, and away you go. Like um, from there, you know, you, it's kind of up to you to play the no plea game and get your disclosure. Um, and look at what the hell they're trying to charge you for. Okay. Pick that apart with your. And expert. were they just trying to shut you up, um, slow you down, trying to? What what were the pol- what in your mind? What were the police? Or did they just oh, turned up man, and been like, like, "Oh, dude, we can't ignore this shit. We've got to we've got to lay charges. We can't ignore this." I was pretty sort of like um, where I was respectful to the cops. I was cocky, like I was confident, and they wanted to show a, you who was boss. No, I would say it was a shock to their system. Like back then, they had they didn't know about the Harvest Festival, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> Okay. Like I was presenting it to them yeah, <laughs> as yeah. they were rating me. Right, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, I don't know, like I think they would have been uh, quite put on the spot where they're standing in the middle of this guy's house. He's just said he's got like three rooms growing at the back. He's running the cannabis cup. He's got all the stuff, fucking pictures of it on his walls, shit everywhere. Yep. Like, okay. Uh, we better do something. <laughs> yeah, because I've had an officer say to me, it's the amount. It's if it wasn't oh. this amount, we would have been out. But we, it's the amount that you've got, mate. Yeah. That's why, and that's what they said to this other guy. <laughs> if it was just that, we it's the sheer amount, and it's like, dude, this ain't shit. Well, <laughs> that's what, the thing that always gets me. What, what any listener should pick up from what I've said is is, is not to spill your spill. Everything out your mouth to the police when they if they come knocking at your door. Mm-hmm. I done it because I was put in that position too with the LSD thing and the Harvest Festival in the cup. Yeah, okay. So I felt like it was my duty to. Yeah. And why not but, be fucking um, honest? The best thing you can do, um, mm-hmm. just to educate the folks out there, yes, is yes, to please. stand there um, and give them the minimum. So that is the name, your date of birth. Um, they might ask your phone number. You don't want to sort of, you want to be respectful. And if it doesn't matter to you, just fucking give it to them. <laughs> and um, when it comes to anything illegal, anything green coloured in a secretive room, you don't comment on that. Save that for the court. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just shut your mouth, say the least. Yeah. Talk give to your, your lawyer. lawyer some stuff to work with. They'll form the case. They'll write down your the statement of what they seen when they came into your house. They'll write it all down. And if you don't say anything, you can then go to your lawyer and get your lawyer to pick apart everything that they have said. Yeah. And that puts you on the upper hand a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that'd be my advice. I think that's fucking solid advice. And we've also been um, talking for close to three hours now. <laughs> so um, maybe a quick break and then we've got the final 17 questions to go and we'll just do the round table. And uh, yeah, going cool? Choice. So that's where we'll leave it for today. Come back next week for the 17 questions and find out who joins us 
to answer them. Pop over to our Instagram or Facebook page and please get involved. Sometimes it's not fun being first. You make the mistake while everyone else can simply learn and progress. But without those trailblazers, there is no trail. So please keep blazing. Love and light to you all. We out.